This episode of Champ and the Tramp is brought to you by none other than Corona Seltzer. It's such a tasty beverage. We love it down here in the Champ and the Tramp room. I personally love hanging out in my backyard with it. How about you, Frank? Yeah, man, backyard by the pool, uh, you know, kind of just kicking it even around the house, man. Uh, put one of these down, th- definitely refreshing. Absolutely. Corona Seltzer, get yours today. You know, I'm I'm in Miami on on Monday morning watching the sunrise yeah. at 6 a.m. and then I'm watching it set in L.A. on Friday. Yeah, you know, awesome. I love being on the road. Yep. You know, the city not being able to come back to the city kills me. Yeah, it's depressing. You know, I, I watch stuff now. You know, I think my wife put on the other night. It was like Miracle on 34th or Home Alone 2. She yeah. put on, and it almost like brought a tear to my eye watching. You know, I'm looking at the Plaza Hotel in Central Park, and I'm like, my God, you know, it's never going to be like that. Right. Real show. Here we go. Real show. Here we go. You know that it's gotta be that time, so this is what we chant. What keeps on getting them all amped in advance? You and I rocking out with Iron Man FE. You get the general's point of view on top of Roger's rants. Whenever tapping out, we're putting the most minutes in. You already know what that's about. You know that win is win. Crush whatever's on task. Check the podcast. It's the champ and the tramp. Let the bomb blast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Champion and Tramp. We've got a special guest tonight, my man Danny O'Donnell. He is director of ops for Trident Security Firm, and also uh, in commercial real estate uh, in New York and also Jersey. Uh, we're, getting, we're getting into Jersey. Okay, so cool. We're working on licensing. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to come here, chop it up, tell us about the security firm. Uh, I believe you're, you're, some of your partners are Navy SEALs, right? Uh, all three. All three. So the three owners of the company, the three founders, are all former Navy SEALs. So they're from the elite group, uh, Naval Special Warfare Development Group, which is called DevGrew. All right, all right. That's the top of the line. Um, they've got about 70 years of combined uh, Navy SEAL experience between them. Wow. And they've done uh, some pretty historic stuff. You know, uh-huh. a great group of guys to work with. You know, you couldn't ask for a better team. Yeah. You know? How'd you how'd you link up with these guys? Are you a military guy yourself? I'm not. I'm not. So I decided to go the college route. Yeah. You know. So I went to play a little college football. My cousin, who's one of the owners, Sonny, he's a he's a Middletown guy. You know, grew up in Hoboken, um, graduated from Middletown South. He played for Generali over at South in the early '90s for those teams. I think he's got one or two losses in his his entire high school career. Wow. You know. Wow. So after high school, he went on to the Navy. So we're like brothers. You know. He basically grew up in my house. So um. You know, we always talked about getting into business together, doing something together at some point. We never knew what it was. You know, you young kids, you don't know what you're doing. Um, But we always talked about it. And then uh, he was still enlisted and he would come on leave. He'd come to my office to visit. You know, he likes New York City. You know, he's a big fan of Manhattan. And he liked what I was doing. You know, I was in commercial real estate, you know, having a good time in Manhattan. And uh, he would come visit, hang out in the office. And then he started to pick up the lingo. He started to listen a little bit and he was interested. You know, and he liked the way it was because uh, real estate in Manhattan's, like the Wild West. Yeah. You know, it's really, there's no rules. Cutthroat. Yeah, it's cutthroat. Yeah. Like extremely. Right. And, you know, he appreciated that. And you get that out of athletes and a lot of former military guys going into the city and seeing that you let the juices flow. Yeah. You know, you like that, that competitive edge. That's exactly what it is. People, right? You know, so we started talking about that. And then, um, you know, things went well at one firm. I went to one firm. I grew that to about 30 brokers. And then he looked at me and he's like, why can't we do this on our own? It's funny because real estate has kind of become the newest thing in reality TV, man. There's so many oh. high-end real estate shows out there. With It's crazy. You yeah. watch it and you're like, are these, are these guys really selling fucking real estate? Because it is like you're watching a reality TV show. Oh, it is. But I guess they're actual real real. Do you know any it of those? those a couple of guys I've run into. You know, okay. Ryan Serhan I've done some work with. Okay. So out of all those guys, 
all the million dollar listing guys and all those nine thousand yeah. shows. Yeah, they yeah, there's a million right out now. I don't watch them. My girls like a dick. Ryan was a good dude. Them, but, Ryan okay. was actually a good dude. We worked on a deal with him with some Russian billionaire years ago. I'd say, God, six seven years ago. You know, looking around Brooklyn, yeah. and he was in his you know Escalade taking us around and stuff like that. So really good dude. Really so, good. So dude. your brother in law is a partner with you in the real estate firm. My cousin. Oh, your cousin. cousin. I'm sorry, yeah. Cousin. So he's yeah. a partner with me in a real estate firm. Mm-hmm. So we started that while he was still enlisted. Um, we've run that now for God, about five and a half years. You know, we've had some success with that. And then once he got out, you know, we started doing some consulting with his partners for uh, a couple of the professional sports leagues on their security for their overseas stuff and, uh, you know, major events. And um, that turned into a business. You know, they sat back, the three owners, and were like, hey, we, we can do this. You know, we're the best in the world at what we do. Right. We've got over 70 years of SEAL experience and, and hundreds of millions of dollars in training these guys in the military. Mm-hmm. How can we apply this to business? And yeah. We did some consulting. And then we went overseas. We were in London. We did a big job in London. We were there for a couple months. You know, we teamed up uh, with some SBS and SAS guys, which mm-hmm. is the UK's version of the Navy SEALs. Okay. And I mean, they are the best in the world when it comes to like behavioral detection and uh, counter surveillance and stuff like that. So, you know, we brought them on board. We had a lot of success over there in London. And the professional sports leagues, they talk. Mm-hmm. So when another one was going on over to London several months later, they asked the other league. Who'd you use? Right. Turned out Trident. So then, so you're doing a lot of private security for private individuals. That's fam- how it's families. Started. Okay. So no, not for that. We're doing no. more um, high-end sports leagues. Okay. So you're talking major events that are going on overseas. Okay. We started doing that when they're traveling. They're going to Australia, okay. China, London, stuff like that. Now here's my question. Sure. I'm a, I'm a big Second Amendment rights guy. This guy's actually uh, getting very into it myself, and I think we need more of that in today's day and age. Mm. Retired military guys. Yes. Can't can't carry unless you're in the state that you're in, right? Is a, is an open carry or you have a concealed carry in that state? Like mm-hmm. for example, you're a Jersey guy. Your cousin's a Jersey guy. Yeah, they can't carry here, right? No, so you cannot do you cannot do armed security in New York or New Jersey. We cannot on that level. Okay, but what we have is a lot of retired law enforcement. Mm. Okay. So, so, so most of my staff here in New Jersey you can't are carry. either active or retired law enforcement. Right. So okay. they can carry. Okay. And that's yeah. the one thing about New right. Jersey and New York is right. you, you've got to be active law enforcement or have some type of specialty permit to carry. Right. Right. Now, are your partners that are SEALs, are, do they still actively uh, work security or are they more uh, train the guys? Absolutely. Or, or a little bit of everything? So a little bit of everything. Yeah. So they do everything. And, you know, um, and I'll give you the breakdown. So Jeff is our CEO. Jeff is kind of the brainchild behind a lot of this. You know, he's a he's a Duke grad. Um, you know, he ran the Remington Gun Company for a few years. Oh, wow. So Jeff has got some good business experience and an incredible business mind. Okay, so he kind of is the glue that put this all together. Uh, Sonny, who's my cousin, runs our sports division. So he handles all of the sports leagues, and those are your major sports leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, he's intimately involved in every major event. I mean, he spends probably 200 days on the road a year. You know, wow. we were just talking, and it's like, he misses his house, you know, yeah. he's, he's always on the road and he works his ass off. You know, that's the one thing about these guys. You know, they, they work their asses off. They don't any other way, right? <laughs> that's it. And then Chris, Chris runs our technology division. So we've got some of the largest tech companies in the world, some Fortune 100 companies that we handle the security for. And that's everything from, you know, a new product release and they're on a plane going to China. We're sitting with them. Yep. We have armed guards going around their campus. And it's not just your standard you know, retired law enforcement, you know, these are retired SEALs, yeah. you know, with, with a ton of training and a ton of experience. So we handle that as well. And that's kind of how they separated up into three divisions. You know, we started out on the dynamic side, you know, right. really it was the high level stuff. And that's kind of what differentiates us from the other companies, your, your Securitas and Gardas and all those, 
they start on the lower level. Right. They start out with your regular security guards and then eventually hope to get to that upper echelon mm-hmm. that we started at. So we're kind of working our way down. There's only so many dynamic jobs. Right. And let's be honest, there's only so many major sporting events, you know, award ceremonies, celebrities traveling. You know, we do executive protection and stuff like that. You know, high net worth individuals. You know, we needed to diversify and expand. And the way to do that was to attack that $50 billion market share of your regular security guards. Right. You know, we'll take that training and everything we've learned from all their experience, everything we've learned on the dynamic side. Oh, just listen, you might want to, you might want to hire me. I am SOAR certified. Are you SOAR certified? I am SOAR certified. Hey, fill out an application, man. We're good to go. You know? I joke once in a while when I first started dating my girl, I totally forgot that it was in my center console and I got the little security badge and the flip open thing. You know what I mean? So it's in there because I used to bounce and they wanted all the bouncers to be. You know what I mean to to be licensed. So I I've yeah. just always maintained it. You got to re, I got to renew it every, every two, two years. years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I probably got it a decade ago, and I've just never let it go. Yeah. But we were going somewhere one time, and I saw it in there. So I was I pulled it out and was like, "Check it out, babe. I do mall security." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paul, Listen, Paul, we we could use it, man. We, we're, we're hiring. You know, we're expanding. Uh-huh. Nothing wrong with that. How do you how do you get these jobs? You have to bid them. Like, how, or how do you get in, in in the pool to be even considered for the job? I mean, how, how long has try how long has tried and been? In, been we've in been around almost four years. Okay, you know, and we've already covered the top. You know, we've we've already reached the peak. Yeah, you know, right. there's there's certain contracts that and it's, it's because of your, I mean, your past it's because of the owners. Because, yeah, the owners. Yeah, the three owners. I mean, their their yeah. history. You know, Sonny. Sonny himself was involved in the Somali pirate um, mission. Wow. You know, he rescued oh, wow. Captain Phillips. Oh, wow. So he wow. was the sniper. That's cool. You know. Wow. Um, the sniper? The sniper. The sniper that the took sniper. out the... Really? Yeah. Wow. So he took the hardest shot in the yeah. history of snipers because you're talking about <laughs> It was two basically a blind shot, yeah. Separate platforms moving in yep. different directions after laying there for 18 hours at night. That was with a wow. thermo, thermoscope, right? Yes. Because they were behind, obviously. And that the, takes yeah. like... You got to do math right in, right in your head, yeah. right? And all uh, luckily, stuff? they were close enough. Okay. You know, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. they were reeling them okay. in as they were going, okay. but still... But there I mean, is a wave trajectory, and you know, it gets it's all about so timing. Many and, yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're at night, and you're up for 18 hours. Wow. You know? yeah. But that's you know that's not a single shot. Yeah, that's yeah. years upon years of training to right. even get the call to be on that. Right. You've got to be at the peak. You right. know, you've got to be the best in the world at that because they need to know that if you're going to pull the trigger, right. the job's getting done. Yeah, right. because they're a half an inch off. Right. And. This is a whole different well, if story. They were, if, right. they were, if he was a half an inch off, it would have saved pedophilia. He would have hit Tom Hanks. The Tom Hanks. Right? <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop. 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 Tom Hanks would be down one Oscar, you know? So I'm the captain now. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that movie could have been Frankie completely different. So. King of impressions. Do the uh do the Virginia doctor. No, no, do it. No, no, do no, it. No, no, we're not doing it. And then we no, take no. the bye bye. <laughs> Thank God though, he's as good as he is. You know? yeah, and, yeah. and it's nice to say you. when these guys are the best in the world at what they do. And you know from your experience in fighting and stuff, right. you know, you, you've reached the championship level. You know that resonates to everybody right. else around you. Right. For sure. Your trainers, the guys that work out with you, you know, everybody feels that when you're working with guys of that level. Yeah. You know, everybody on our team are, they're American heroes. I'm sure the yeah. stories they you know, have. They're I mean, not writing the, books. The one you yeah. shared, but... Yeah. I mean, any other key amazing stories like that I mean, one? I mean, I, I'm sure if they were sitting on the couch, I'd love to hear what these gentlemen have. And to we'll say, have but, to get them because they yeah, have a hell of a lot yeah, sexier yeah, yeah, story yeah, than yeah. I do. They're in you know? Alabama now. They are in uh, our CEOs in Alabama, okay. and our other two partners are in Virginia Beach. Okay. okay. So, 
Yeah, we'll get them on eventually. Yeah. You know, when yeah. Sonny comes back home, because yeah, he does great. come back home For often. Sure. He's a Jersey boy. You know, born and raised. Is he pretty so. candid? Will he talk about things? Uh, there's oh, some sure, stuff. You know, sure. on camera, there's okay. a few things he'll talk about off camera. You yeah. know, a couple Bob scotches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. You know, it opens up a little bit. But yeah, now he's got some good stories. Well, think, like every seal that I know that's in that. Well, I don't know any. I mean, I'm sure I know a couple personally, but you know, it's ones in a with Jocko, David Goggins. You know, all these guys. They're just some. They're special. Absolutely insane. They're special people. Tim Kennedy. I don't know if he's a seal, but he's a ranger. You know, you know, just people. That that are you know reached the upper echelon of their career. But even those I mean, guys you're talking about, they haven't amazing. even gotten to the level of Dev Grew. Yeah. Dev Grew is the next level. Really? You know that's wow. Wow. that's okay. you know everybody else. I mean, I I, I hate to categorize because I wasn't in the seals, but right. to say you know everybody else is kind of AAA, and those guys that hit Dev Grew, those are major league. Wow. You know wow. that's that's a whole different thing. You know. Wow. So. It's yeah, just it's like the elite moment. of the elite. That's yeah. pretty pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking, you know, there's less Navy SEALs in this country than there are NFL football players. Uh, so yeah. it's a very uh, small right. percentage of individuals, you know, right. and to get to that point and even to reach that upper level, it's, I mean, it, it's it's insane. Right. You know, the percentages to get there and how much work and sacrifice and everything, because there's a lot of sacrifice. You've got to you know? be a special. Tim Kenny was saying there's, there's, there's not enough pool of people that can even qualify to be a special forces anymore. No. It's crazy, and that's why you we know, had to expand into not, s- good not even gene, but well, either you know, either they're you know, just not smart enough, or it's don't want to do it, or it, they yeah. do drug, you know, whatever it may be. Right. I mean, you know, it's 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 such a small percentage of people that can reach that, mm-hmm. you know, and that's kind of what opens us up to the guard world because there's only so many. We've got seals on staff. I think we have over forty former seals on wow, staff, but great. there's only so many. Yeah. You know, it's not as though we can go out and hire three, four hundred right. former seals. Right. You know, you hit that number, that's it. So. Man. We can only do so many high-end jobs. We've got to take that down, and now, that's where we had to diversify. Do you, or is it, or is it a uh, multi-platform thing where you meet with your cousin and other people? Do you, like, if a job comes in and, mm-hmm. and you're going overseas and you're traveling with a with a traveling, let's say, basketball team, mm-hmm. how, how do you decide how many people go on that? Well, it all depends on the budget okay. and, and the type of job. Okay, you know, if they're looking for something specific, right? You know, we've got the experience to say this is how many people you will need. Yeah, all right. You know, and, uh, you know, for example, back in June with the um, with the protests going on, you know, or one of our technology clients was concerned. Yeah. You know, they called us up. They said, hey, we need 24 guys out here within the next 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And we had 24 guys on flights on the way out to California. You wow, know, we could wow. turn things around like that. Silicon Valley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, we're yeah, out there. We're right. out there for about a month. Oh, wow. they felt like there could be attacks on their headquarters? Possibly. Oh, wow. Or at yeah. least to get them to evacuate should there be yeah, yeah, one yeah. of the protests. Because nobody knew at the time. Right. You know, when things right. were going crazy. Now, how does it work? Still it, don't know. Is there, um, like, not secrecy, but, like, you know, uh, anonymity for, for some people that hire you? They want they, they don't want to know they're, they have a security firm with them or anything like that? I mean, we sign NDAs and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Right, yeah, absolutely. Right. Sure, That's why yeah. I can't tell you our client yeah, list right, right now. Exactly. I'd love to, yeah, you know, yeah, I'd love yeah, to drop yeah, something. Yeah, I'd love to name drop, you know, but I can't, unfortunately. Right. But I mean, you, you can only assume who they are. Just mm-hmm. whisper it in the yeah. mic. Nobody yeah. will know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. That's a, I, I, I. Obviously, um, Blackwater. Everybody's heard of Blackwater, right? Mm-hmm. That got a lot of notoriety. Um, you know, how would you relate yourself to to them and what they did? They they got all their notoriety. Obviously, Iraq, Afghanistan, and. You know, but I, I, we had this conversation before because we're talking about it. they're mercenaries, though, right? Yeah, they're it's hired completely, for completely different ball game. Okay, you know, um, do we have the capabilities to do something like that? Yeah, probably. But if Roger, not, Roger, it's Roger, not Roger, Roger's trying to hire some guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're not going to mission. We're, we're not a mission. Yeah. We're not rescuing he hostages in Venezuela or anything like that. You know, we're trying to. These guys put their lives at risk for a long time, right? And they're the small percentage of guys that actually made it. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, right. you know, they're they're covered in sleeves of tattoos, and every one of those tattoos is somebody that didn't make it. Yeah, you know, right. so they're fortunate enough to be in this position. And I know 
speaking with them. They're like, hey, man, I do not want to put myself in harm's way because yeah. imagine getting killed doing this shit yeah. when, you know, you just spent 23 years in the SEALs going out in Afghanistan and Iraq yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. You know, you managed to survive this long. Right. You know, so we try not to put ourselves in harm's way like that. But now, typically, I mean, I don't know if you can even speak about it, but typically, sure. you know, you're just doing security for a team or a celebrity or a business you know person are there ever like this job is could be risky like you have a it's a oh, risky absolutely. job yeah absolutely the day yeah. we were leaving for london uh sonny calls me up in the morning he's like you got the news on i go why he goes oh well the hotel we're staying at there was uh, a bomb in the, in the subway in the tube right across the street i'm like well, right, well game on yeah. you know? so you do travel then you you yeah. go you go with them yeah. you don't actually do security yourself you're not i'll do kind of um, in the, the beginning i was doing more logistics and stuff like okay. that you know helping out because i do have a little business background but um you know over in london i spent about a month training doing you know counter surveillance and stuff yeah. like that you know with between sunny and and our one Brit that we have there. I mean, it's like watching game film with yeah. John Gruden and Bill Belichick. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, to sit yeah, there for a right, month and train right, with those guys, yeah, you know, yeah, the amount of experience, things, yeah. it's unbelievable, yeah. you know? And that opened it up for other jobs that came up through the years because that was back in 2017. Yeah. So over the last three years, as jobs came up, it was like, hey, Danny, you know what? You can fill this role. Yeah. We'll bring you. Yeah. You know, I love to try. Now, what about over there for, for the stateside guys? How does Kerry work over there? I'm assuming you some don't. of that was you can't. You okay. don't. But guys no, from there can, so you bring them no, on? Nobody carries over there. Yeah, you can't. Not even the cops. Yeah, not even the cops. You know, I found that amazing. You yeah. know, the biggest thing with them was, you know, we had to have water But bottles. you were saying the SAS but, guys. But criminals. Right? Yeah, SAS and SBS, but they don't really yeah. carry. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, not even the cops there. But don't criminal, so, criminals carry, though? Not, <laughs> right? not there. Not there. What you see is a lot of stock lot With a stock... Locked in barrel, barrel, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But snatched. it's a lot of like <laughs> knife attacks and yeah. acid. I mean, that was a big uh, thing we yeah, were over there. Acid, really? Acid, that, yeah. But that was like wow. a lot of the, um, like uh, the radical groups, right? We, yeah. Would throw acid on, on women, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's yeah. what we were dealing with over there. You know, we were briefed when we got there, walk around, you know, why some, are, some of the big on, events. Why on women? Is it women that showed too much skin? I think stuff? they were fundamentalists in some religion. There's a big Muslim population over there. A big Muslim population. frown on women showing off too much of their body, correct? Yeah. Too westernized. Right. You know, and stuff like that, you know, so... We're cognizant of that when we go over there. You know, mm -hmm. we try and mitigate as many risks as possible. You yeah. know, so we all walked around with water bottles in case somebody took acid to the face. You know, we yeah. we done some major events over yeah. there for the sports leagues. So, mm -hmm. you know, soccer so a big big one. It will be. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. It will okay. be. Yeah. You know, we're getting into that. Okay. You know, well, we're mostly focused now on the American sports leagues. Okay. But we're looking yeah. to get into because that's that's really. I mean, there's a lot of money in that. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's that. the biggest sport yeah. in the world, really. Yeah. 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 Cool, you know, yeah. so we're we're gonna get into that. Yeah. You know, we're just kind of slowly expanding. We're methodically expanding. Yep. You know, if that makes sense. I, I would love to. I mean, Roger. You know, yeah, here we go. It's a dig coming. No, it's, it's not coming. a dig. It's, it's not coming. a dig, bro. No, could be something about my age or being gay. <laughs> no, just, listen, just this guy's too much. <laughs> All right, no, because I, I said you know we we started we I got you know this pandemic all crazy stuff. I, I do have a gun permit, but I just went recently got some more guns. I was like, I would love to train. I would love to come train with seals or something like that. You know, to really learn how to. Operate. I mean, no. Well, He's like, "Oh, you're gonna clear a room." I'm like, "Yeah." I mean, listen. Who knows what the fuck you're gonna do? Yeah, yeah. But at least I, I have some That's direction nice I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I, you know, we I, do that I, as well. I, yeah. So we do training. We go over. We'll train. We train the uh, the NYPD. Um, oh, yeah. You know, we did that with a hostage rescue and active shooter and stuff. And and they did that when they were active in the SEAL teams. Yeah, they would go to okay. cities and you know train their police forces and stuff like that. So we do that on campuses, universities, schools, um, churches, synagogues, Wait, stuff teach like that. It. Yeah, teach it. To so students. we'll train. No, we'll train the staff there. Right. Oh, I was you know, say, so law enforcement will train the staff that there. Would be a very popular class of the way kids yeah. are today. But oh, I'm yeah. sure. You know. <laughs> well, I hear, I hear New York cops. They can't even. Uh, well, they can't choke anymore. That's for sure. Yeah. And I heard they can't even get on top of a, a person. No. I'm like, well, how the hell are they get arrested? It's like, oh, just 
Just let him go. That's about all you're gonna do. You can't hit him over the head with something. But that's, that's why, what's gonna take to detain him. But that's why the crime rate's going up. In yeah, New York. of course. I mean, you oh, see New York City. Yeah, I mean, I spent crazy. almost 17 years in Manhattan. I haven't been and there since March 11th. That's why, different, right? that's why Renee it's, signed up to be a New York City PD cop. Yeah, don't have to climb on top of you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, I haven't been there since March. You know? Really? I, I, yeah, I haven't either. I, I, I want to go. I'm a little curious, honestly, yeah. just to see what it's like. I, you know, I, you, you see some people say it's you know it's a ghost town. Then you, I see some pictures of uh, what's that department store that always has the Christmas lights? Is that uh, Macy's? I don't know if it's maybe Sachs. maybe Macy's or there used to be Lord uh, and Taylor. I think it was like an old school one. Uh, Oh yeah, Bloom, uh, Bloom, not Bloomingdale. Maybe not Bloomingdale. Bloomingdale. Saks Fifth Avenue. Has Maybe a little yeah, thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, Macy's yeah, so. has all the windows. So I seen, I seen that. a video of that, and it looked pretty normal to me. You know, people wearing masks, of course, all that stuff, but it looked mm. pretty normal, like it was busy. So I'm, I'm wondering what. We think really Times like Square there. though, which is probably where you're talking, is always going to have. Yeah, yeah. I true. see naked cowboys true. still there every day. Yeah. yeah, you know, but when you go down to Soho and stuff like that, like I guess because I still have we still have employees there. Right. You know, I still have guys that work for us, and they're they're there in the city. You know, and they're like Danny. You know, Soho is. So so now you're you're in real estate commercial. Are people is there Mass Exodus right now? Oh my God, they're gone. But that's yeah, that's mo- that, that's mostly residential. You're, no, you're commercial. no, even, yeah, even, even commercial, even commercial, right? oh, really? even commercial okay. because the one thing, the first thing was nobody needed office space. Right, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Office space in Manhattan was but the that's, first thing that locked down. That's yeah. COVID. That that's yeah. when COVID came on. People started realizing, shit, we can all work from home. Right, right? We, we, right. we don't need all this overhead. It's remote. But I would think that's been going on a while. Is that did that? It, it started have a few a years ago. Horrible impact on your business. Horrible. 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 Yeah. I mean, completely killed it. You know, yeah. I'll be, and the reason why we're down here in Tom's River is yeah. because I no longer need to go to the city every day. Yeah. Okay. Right. You know, right. I just don't see that coming back. Yeah. You know, it, it may be 10 to 20 years right. that's before I, we that's get back I, yeah. to where we were. Because back in February, I mean, life was great, man. Right. You know, life was great. Business was great. Business mm-hmm. was doing well. You know, 19 was a banner year, yep. you yeah. know, and everything was going good. Yep. You know, and then, you know, we had uh, deals yeah. out in March. And it was the same thing. Man, life comes and smacks you in the face. Yeah, sure yeah. Does. it's like Mike Tyson. Sure you know, everyone's yeah. got a plan to get punched in the yeah, face. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly. what happened. We kind of sat mm-hmm. there, and, and I sat there for a couple months, just staring, going, "I don't know what the hell's going to happen." Yeah. You know, we were living up in Hazlitt, you know, up in North Jersey, and that's what brought us down to Tom's River. You know? Oh, you're living here now. So we're down in Tom's River. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, my in-laws moved down here. This is just Frankie Summer House. Oh yeah, this is, yeah, yeah, perfect, right, beautiful. Sure. You know. Um, yeah, we, we moved down here. You know, we're sitting there a couple months ago, and we're in Hazlitt. And we were up in Hazlitt because I worked in the city. Okay. You know, we had an office in Homedale with security, you know, so I was bouncing back and forth between Homedale and the city, you know. And uh, for about three months, we mm-hmm. sat on Zoom chats, you know, doing security, doing real estate. And real estate was dead. You know, there was nothing going on. Yep. It was completely shut down. New York City was on a lockdown. Oh, yeah. And me and my wife were talking, and we love it down here. Yeah. You know, her parents have been down here for six years. They get a house on the water right off uh, Fisher over there. Right, right. You know, so we come down all the time. We're down here on the weekends. You know, in the summertime, we're down here, you know, the yeah. entire week. And uh, had a serious conversation. She goes, would you consider moving down there? And I said, you know what? Now that I have no reason to be in Manhattan, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's do it. So, you know, we started looking. And then my in-laws, you know, great. You know, my in-laws are awesome. Uh, you know, I coach football. My father-in-law, you know, we're, we're good friends. You know, we're beyond, you know, a son-in-law, father-in-law right. thing. He's an awesome dude. So he approached me. He's like, hey, instead of rushing to look for a house, we've got some extra bedrooms and we're right on the water. Come down, bring your wife and kids, stay with us, and then take your time. Set the business up. So we got an office down in downtown Tom's River. Oh, nice. You know, so we're getting acclimated with the area and we're we're looking now. The security firm is down? down We're in downtown Tom's River. Oh, wow, that's great. So our office is right across from um, Tom's River South. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're not headquartered out of Alabama for some reason. We are headquartered out of Alabama. But there's a branch here. We got a branch here. We have a branch in Virginia Beach and then we have branches in uh, California, Texas, and we're rapidly expanding across the nation. We're right now uh, one of the fastest growing security firms in the nation. Wow. Now, did uh, your Security firm take a hit from COVID as well. Just we did, right? We did initially. 
you know, because what I was doing is um, we were doing stadium and arena assessments. Mm-hmm. That all so shut down, yeah. That all shut down. I left, me and Sonny left the day after Thanksgiving last year, and we were gone, I mean, probably, God, four or five cities a week up until March when I came back. Wow. You know, and then that just shut down. Now, now when you say stadium assessment, you go there and cover, like, security exit. Well, so while the game yeah. is going on. We're going to go there and we're going to do penetration tests. You know, we're going to do a full evaluation on their security. And we've got, you know, uh, certain criteria that we have to follow. You know, we're trying to get in. did one of those with Frankie last night. I did a little penetration (laughs) test on him. Yeah. I'm going to need a shot after that. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, yeah, we'll do that. We'll go there. We'll try and get into the arena with, um, you know, metallic items that Uh, give off uh, the properties of a weapon. And then we're trying to get through, find, you know, um, doors on the perimeter that are open, Mm -hmm. easily accessible. And then once we get in, we're trying to get onto the court, onto the field. I'd know. love that job, man. Into, I love, <laughs> I'd love I mean, that for somebody job. like me, you know, yeah. I'm a former athlete. Right. So when he called me up and he asked me, would you be interested? I'm like, do I get paid yeah, for this? Yeah, right. You know, I love it. Great, you know? yeah. And then he brought me, trained me for a couple weeks on now that. You're, you're essentially going up against your own guys or you're testing the system no, they have no, in place? We're testing the system they have in place. place. Okay. Yeah. So we'll mm-hmm. go there and then we'll brief the uh, arena directors after, the stadium directors after, and let them know. Mm-hmm. And then put a full report together for the uh, the league. And the team owners. Okay. You know, let them know, listen, this is where you're vulnerable. Right. This is where you're strong. This is where we feel I mean, you're how, how, uh, it's It's a sporting event. How yeah. I mean, they got streakers running across the field half the time and stuff. How, how critical and how important is their security? Obviously, they want to protect their players, but, I mean, yeah. how, how much can they really protect? I mean, how many, how many people can sit in a stadium? It's 100,000 people in there sometimes, you know? Yeah, but you got to be cognizant of Bad people want to do bad things. I would think yeah. the metal detector has to be the biggest you'd security system, right? No? You'd be surprised. Because you don't want a gun in there, obviously. Yeah, you don't want you a know? gun in there, but you'd be surprised how many times you can get through to metal detectors. Really? You know, and it's not the metal detector itself. The metal detector is 3D, 3D printers now can pretty much yeah. make yeah. up a, a, a gun. But the, the metal detectors do their job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the guard that's past them. Right, right, You right. know, when there's 50 people waiting online and you're walking through the metal detector three, four times and you're still beeping, right. that guard yeah. may see, just say, hey, just go. You ever see that one where the guy's like, you see everyone walks yeah, by? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old guy, yeah, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so that's, him. And that's what we're trying to find, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And we go in there with video, yeah. you know, we take everything video, so we document everything yeah. you know, to make sure they're doing their job. Right. And that's what we're doing. We're keeping honest people honest. Okay, yeah. And then you give them that assessment, and they they say, okay, these are these are adjustments we need to make. Yeah. Right. So we'll sit them down and brief them. You know, a lot of times they're great. You know, yeah. they take you know great great feedback. You know, they take criticism very well, and they implement it. You know, because right. we'll do uh, the same arena or stadium twice a year. Oh, okay. So you'll go back, you'll do it once, and then you go back a couple of months later and, and do it again to see if they yet. implemented. And right. some of the things we suggested, they implemented. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the arenas and stadiums, which is what great. do you find to be like the number one problem? Metal detectors and, metal detectors. and letting people around them. Yeah, yeah. Metal, yeah. letting people like through. just not people not uh, addressing them. Well, going off, you're saying. Yeah, it's going off a couple yeah. times, and I've always got some type of story, mm-hmm. you know, that I'm going through. Oh, I got the bum knee. Yeah, yeah. You know, something like that. My watch, you know, something like that. Oh, that's what's setting it off. Yeah. My, my belt buckle, My yeah. I got a pen in my pocket, you know, something right. like that. You know, but it's something that's easily correctable. Mm-hmm. You know, we have suggestions to correct it, and a lot of the places that have implemented those suggestions have gotten a hell of a lot better. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's what we're there. We're not there to hem anybody up. We're not there to cost anybody. I can't think. Job. I'm trying to think off the top of my head of all the, and we've had we've had some horrible mass shootings, yeah. movie theaters and things, but most of the places I'm thinking of school shootings, obviously, mm. I don't I don't think they had metal detectors in place. You know what I mean? I, I've never heard well, of, have where, you ever heard of those shootings, shootings? And they had a metal detector? No, no, I don't think they have. Yeah, have you, you ever heard of a 
massive shooting or, or, or you know, number of people dying at a big sporting event? I don't know that I have. Well, where they had metal no, detectors I mean, or right. a big thing was, I'm I saying. They must be working. They must be working to a sporting event, but it's yeah. a concert. Yeah, it was. Well, so it was a concert, but he, he was in the he had a hotel. Angle. Right. right. And, there was, and, and I watched how, that whole documentary. How do you make that? As, how, do, how can you even... How can you predict that? You couldn't that? even defend that. Yeah, I mean, how do you predict no way, that? Unless That's you could pinpoint one. the room and break in, which he had yeah. barricaded, which he actually had two adjoining rooms, there was no way. This is well, a then there's a lot of conspiracy saying they, heard, they heard more than uh, one gun. And automatic stuff. weapons. Yeah, yeah. And, you ever see uh, the video of um, Dan uh, Belzerian telling the cop to give him his gun? Give his gun? Bro, yeah. he's like, he's like, give me your gun. Give me your gun to this cop. The cop's like, yo, get the fuck away from me. He's like, no, give me your gun. Well, at the concert? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was Dan there. Buzzer, he's, oh, he's, really? like, he's like, wow. uh, he's like, I just showed you my credentials, bro. He got credentials from this tiny little town in like New Mexico, where there's like 40 people that live, and the the chief of police who had like no experience was just like giving out, you know, like deputizing like <laughs> so, tons of people. So he's I a mean, deputy. Listen, no, there was there was some people that were like highly qualified. There was some seals that he qualified. Right. But Dan Belzerian apparently had a badge <laughs> from this tiny little town and was telling this cop. To give me your gun. Give me your gun. Yo, you see the video of it, bro. Google it later or YouTube it later. He's like, give Boy, me your gun. Give me the cop, bro. The cop, the cop is having no part of it. Hell no. He's like, yo, like, fuck off, bro. Out of here. Get I mean, the fuck away from me. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna sit here with no gun now. <laughs> right, yeah. right. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but for situations like that, I mean, you know, you can't just, plan for yeah, something like right. that. Well, somebody that wants to take out mass people, they're always gonna attack. You know, places where there's a lot of people. What we like to do is he wasn't in the crowd. He was shooting from some some lock keep out honest people. You know, metal detector kind of keeping on it. But if someone wants to really do something, they're going to do it, right? You know, so, they're going to. So you got the best guys in the business. The I best. mean, this is a hypothetical, a complete yeah. hypothetical. In a situation like that, if you'd have been hired to do private security, how 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 how, how would you guys have handled that? You can't, as private security, go. You know, guns aren't allowed in there. He snuck them, man. You can't go bum rushing into that. You, you just have to at that point. I don't know. Just protect protect as many the, people as you well, can, that's, I that's guess. And, and I would let say, the police trying, handle it because you yeah. can't bum rush the hotel. They wouldn't allow you I, in there, I, right? I'll tell you what, I'd, I'd feel a lot more comfortable having those Navy SEALs bum rush that guy than, Me than too. the fucking yeah. Las Vegas PD. Well, yeah. I feel a lot better, <laughs> too, because okay, I'm not going in. I'm following them. <laughs> right. Okay, you know, that's not, not nice a, Not a shot at the PD, but the first cops on scene are not SWAT. They're nothing. You know, they, yeah. they're the right. least experienced Well, I'm just saying that that's the best of the best, right. you know? Right, right. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, they have experience we, with we that kind of stuff. We support the boys in blue. No knock on you Yeah, no, of course, dude. I mean, they got the, you know, a thankless job. That's what it is. I mean, they're yeah. they're like the military. They're putting their lives at risk for yeah. a small amount of money, and people don't appreciate that as much as they should. Yeah. Right. You know, I know a lot of what's going on, and, and I hate to get, you know, political or anything like that, yeah. and a lot of my guys are, you know, retired in active law enforcement, you know. Yeah. For a majority of them, they're great individuals. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, they're putting themselves at risk every day. Every day right. they leave and punch the clock, there's a possibility right. something may happen. They want to get home. You, you said that yeah. happened in uh, Tom's River, actually. What? A, a, a guy... Uh, had his hand in his, you know, someone called, I guess the police said there's a guy hold, have brandished a gun. Mm-hmm. The cops come. This dude has his hand in his pocket the whole time. Said, I'm going to, I'm going to kill you guys. I'm going to kill you guys. This guy was the guy that called. He, I think he was trying to get uh, suicide, suicide by, by cop. cop. Yeah. And the cops, they, they did their job. They ended up tasing him and the guy lived. Oh, know? he didn't have yeah. a gun. No, no, uh, yeah, I don't think he had a gun. I don't no, think he, he had they one. They tasered him. Yeah. But they de-escalated Yeah, they de-escalated well. You know, you, know. you don't hear that. that comes with training. Right. You know? That's the right. biggest thing now. It's. The issues that are out there with law enforcement, yep. it's not the law enforcement individuals themselves. It's a training. Right. You know, yeah. They don't have the training. Right. You know, a lot right. of these guys are going right. through, you know, 30 days, maybe 90 days. They'll go through a yeah, class or something like That's that. That's crazy. You know, and, and even what I don't think is focused on enough is the mental awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something that goes on to say when you're seeing dead bodies <laughs> and you're seeing 
the Dead worst kids of the and accidents. Worst. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. It takes its toll on you mentally. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. And I don't think enough focus is put on the mental health of yeah. law enforcement. I mean, they go through PTSD just like soldiers oh do. Oh my god, absolutely. You know? and, and they have to live with it and it's so, in their own town. It's kind of messed up. Funny you mentioned that. Um and I, I believe you know the story because I think we talked about it. Do you remember the story of the guy he was off Bay Avenue, it was an older gentleman that went nuts and started shooting all his neighbors and killed everybody? Yeah, yeah. This is this when I first moved this like Nicole, fifteen uh, years ago. Gingerella, now now Gingerella. Yeah, killed the kid I know. Her, Chris, actually, it was her grandfather. Yeah, he went nuts. He was at but he was a cop. retired cop, yeah. right? That 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 and older, uh, th- th- much older, much older. Believe, yeah. If I if I'm recollecting this, and I may, I'm people are going to correct me left and right. I'm probably missing a bunch, but this is the best of my recollection. Who had in his law enforcement days backed out of a, a driveway and ran over a young kid on like a scooter or whatever and killed that child, yeah. but had lived with that for oh, yeah. so many years, and then had some neighborly dispute. And again, I could be wrong about this. Had like a neighborly dispute where him and his neighbor didn't get along, and he just lost just his mind one day and yeah. and and shot a kid that and I yeah. knew and his own granddaughter and his own granddaughter yeah. and yeah he shot a bunch of people and killed them and and I think he was arrested I don't think he killed himself yeah, but, yeah. I mean that, that that's kind of a prime example of what you're talking yeah. about clearly that guy was affected by something, something yeah. Or, you know yeah. yeah and they don't have the training I mean you're they, right. they they, they yeah. don't and it's sad you know yeah. and it, it, where do you get the training because there's like, a budget or you know? or a reassessment like you get hired it's like you right. get hired when you're 20. At yeah. thirty, you're gonna be a different dude. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Especially, especially all the stuff. Yeah, especially yeah. all the stuff you've been through. Let's get a reassessment. Let's see how this guy is mentally. How he's holding up. How is you know uh, his day to day issues are. You know what I mean. That's, I get a lot of buddies that are in law enforcement. You know, I have a lot of good friends. You know, a lot of buddies. You know, my college roommate's a cop. You know, my brother in law is a cop. Um, they're not the same people as when they started, and that's right. not a bad thing. Yeah, you know? I mean, right. listen, they they've seen things that the normal civilian doesn't see, and right. that takes its toll. Sure. you know, there's a focus on PTSD in the military, but not in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Not law enforcement, you right. know, and that calluses people up mentally. You know, yeah. and what you don't want to do is see them 20, 30 years from now crack. Yeah, you know, because there is an innocence. Which is exactly what happened with yeah. the guy I was just talking about. When you, you know? see a guy going into the police academy, you know, they're full of piss and vinegar. They're excited. They want right. to be a cop their whole life. You know, they're going to change the world, and then after a couple years. They start to see reality, right. and you know it's it's a messed up world out there, and it takes yeah. its toll. I mean, n- nobody should be the same person they are ten years apart. Yeah. If you think about it, you know, I mean, if you are, you kind of fail in life a little bit, right? Yeah. So imagine cop having to do all that stuff. It's it's tough, man. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, a big ass job. You know, I, I talked to you know a lot of my guys are retired, you know, and I asked them now, if you had to do it again. Would you do it with everything going on with the current climate and you know all, I have to believe all the a lot bullshit of them going on? Would say no. I have to believe. And a lot of them are like, you know what? With all of the experiences I've had through law enforcement and everything I've seen, and then what's going on today? No, yeah. and yeah. I wouldn't recommend my kid to do and it. I don't blame yeah, them at all. But it, but I don't blame and it's them sad because these are great individuals. You know, these are guys that put their life on the line for twenty. They're being years. vilified. Yeah. You know, you know they're being vilified, and it's sad. Right. You know, it's sad. Yeah, everybody. It's a cop, and he's kind of everybody you know, detected. I, I, I'm an individualist. I, I I have no issue with vilifying an individual. Yeah. I have a, a a real issue with vilifying an entire you know police force or yeah. cops in general or yeah. or any group. It really doesn't matter. I mean, that's that's I I I, I don't see the mentality in it. We're all individuals at the it's end. It's completely of the day. unnecessary. If if Frankie goes upstairs and and shoots his dog, that doesn't make me you know a pet. I don't hate mm-hmm. pets. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's what you've seen going well, on. Even that, in what are you saying? Like all podcasters are yeah, bad yeah, people. Yeah, I'm saying you're my part. I'm saying you're my partner. Partner. Okay. All right, partner. All right, all right, We're back to the partner thing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Partner. But uh, yeah, you see it. I mean, in Minneapolis, like you said, there was one bad cop there, and that's what started yeah. everything. Yeah, with George right. Floyd, and right. he was 
the horrible individual that guy. Yeah, you know they did that. That cop went well above well, and beyond. And, what he uh, done. That, that's too. Like, didn't he have a bunch of uh, uh, you know uh, judgments in his career? You know, or, I mean, or, or issues like what you, you see know, that's with some of these too, guys. Within, like, is the it's ju- a, it, there's a track record. Yeah, right. you know, it's not as though it's a one-off. Because again, but they martyred him. You know, yeah. and I and I I'm not, I, I, I'm not saying. Listen, I believe in our justice system. I still think we have the best justice system in the world. Let's see how it how it ends. But from what I saw, yeah. definitely Derek Chauvin went, went <laughs> overboard. There's no question. From from what I could see, anyway, we'll see how that plays out in court. I don't know. There's a lot of things, you know. You don't always see everything on video, but um, they did martyr, you know, um, George Floyd. George Floyd. Floyd they yeah. martyred that guy, and he he was not like an outstanding citizen by any stretch of the imagination. Now that does not mean he deserved to lose his life, yeah. and it, I'm I, I'm not suggesting that at all. Mm. But they 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 there was almost no mention of his past history in the news whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, he he's the one that held the gun to the woman's the pregnant woman's stomach, correct? Mm-hmm. I yeah. From so, what yeah. I understand, yeah. But again, it's still the cops there to enforce the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, you know, right. Not, 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 yeah, not, you know, and that's really where it went. And just that one bad individual, you right. know, that that's a problem. And that's that's the issue with law enforcement is that, you know, you hear everyone saying, "Oh, ninety nine point nine percent of the guys are great," and that's true. Mm-hmm. So that's an honest statement. But in law enforcement, it's like a surgeon. You can't have point one percent because right. that point one percent is killing people. But you're always going to have it. You're always going to have. You can't it. eliminate. Just it. statistics wise, if yeah. you're a stats guy, right. well, you understand. That, there's so no that, way to avoid that's it. What, someone needs to put like if they can do this, like inter- police interactions a, a day around the United States. There's I mean, how many of them, and how many are bad? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. That's how you got to look at yeah. it. But it's the world of social media. Yeah, yeah, it's, of course. It's a, the lynch mob mentality with social media, right. and once and it goes off, it right. spreads like wildfire, and then everybody's like sheep today. Right. You know, it's everybody's going in one direction, right. and it's yeah. like, wait, hey, back, stand back, right. look at the rest of law enforcement. Right. You know, because if something happens, you're calling nine one one. I promise yeah, you. Absolutely. You know, you're not running out there trying to be, you know, Rambo. No, yeah. bullshit. You're calling nine one one. You know, so you need them. You know, you know, and they're all out there doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. You know, there's a very small percentage, and unfortunately. That's what the focus is on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's sad. You know, it's, yeah. re- it's really sad. And that was a divisive part of, you know, even the elections. You know, I, I don't want to get political. I know I spoke to you before. I'm like, hey, I'm not getting into politics now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, you know, pro- yeah. So, but, you know, that was very divisive in the election. You yeah. Know, right. The support of law enforcement. Yeah. You know, it's sad. It's sad to come down to that. Yeah. You know? I know. I know. It's crazy. <clears throat> I have once. I think it should be universal. <laughs> support of law enforcement should be universal, yeah. I, you know. Or bipartisan, at least, you know. I mean, the other option is no law enforcement. Yeah, <laughs> see what happens you know, with that. You know? The whole defund the police thing you know, was kind of well, that was insane. ridiculous. That's complete insanity. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's one thing I can't touch on politically. And yeah. you know, guys, sorry if I'm getting yelled at for going politics, <laughs> but that whole defund the police thing is just complete yeah, insanity. It's ridiculous. You know, you do that, you're looking at total anarchy, and then but because you have the same view of the world and the same view of perhaps the Second Amendment and the same view of. You know the police that that we do. The yeah. the opposite side would come up with a hundred reasons why they disagree with you, and I cannot, I can't, I can't wrap my mind around it. I, you want lawlessness? You want anarchy? I don't know what it is you're looking for. But you listen, know? I'll listen to defund the police if you can come up with a valid reason. Like you say, defund the police, and it sounds right, great. Right. Okay. What's the result? Right. Yeah. What do you get from that? Well, well like no, you, they like want to defund said, it and redirect those funds into something else, low income, but, whatever. But like yeah. you were saying, there's not enough training to begin with. You need so to the increase funding, the funding. Yeah, exactly. Right. Increase the funding. Increase the training. Right. Increase the uh, the treatments for the yeah. for the police officers. They need the support. Not taking money away from them. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I, that's yeah. the thing, you know. We're like I said, I I'm all about <clears throat> you know being in the middle ground. You know, when I read my news in the morning, I read Republican news. I read Democrat news. I read liberal news. I read conservative news. And I try and fall somewhere in between because I like to hear both arguments. Yeah, so if you can make a valid argument, I don't care what side you're on. Yep. You know, I may be looking at it one way. If you can make a valid argument, 
I'll listen to you. Sure. You know, if it makes sense. You sound a lot like us. But just to sit there and say, hey, defund the police. Okay, I get it. Defund the police. Okay, now what? Then then what? What's the answer? Yeah. Where are you going with this? Because it sounds nice. If you take the cities, the the cities that that did (laughs) rise up against, there was massive, massive, masses of atrocities that were going on there. They were burning down. They were were burning down, and the police were pretty much had their hands tied and couldn't do anything. So, I mean, that's essentially what defunding the police is going to look like. You and know? historically, right. when a city has protests like that, you're looking 30 to 40 years before they recover. Right. I mean, you see it even here in Long Branch and Asbury Park. Yeah. You know, it took a long time for them to recover from the riots in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, yeah right. You know, yeah. New York City. You know, New York City had the riots. You know, the 80s mm-hmm. were hell in New York City. Yeah. Even oh, the yeah. early 90s. Oh, you know, yeah. Giuliani turned it around, cleaned it up. He did. Bloomberg made it profitable. You yeah. know, Bloomberg came in and he made the city a Disney, money-making machine. Yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. he, you know, they brought Disney in. Disney right. cleaned up Times Square. Mm-hmm. And then Bloomberg brought in the tech companies. You know, once mm-hmm. Google, Facebook, and Apple came over, the city had a rebirth. And that yeah. was even after the recession. You know, after 2009. Right. You know, they recovered from that because of that. Yeah. You put the Blasi on, and within five years, mm-hmm. I mean, oh, it is, it is, it's almost like back to the 80s. Yeah, it, and that's yeah. essentially where you're going. Yeah. You know, and you know, that's a good point. Because you will be back to that, and now mm-hmm. that... That cycle is going to be another 30 years. Right. You know, and again, that's why we're down here in Tom's River, because I don't see myself commuting to Manhattan anymore. Yeah. Right? You know, and it's sad because I love the city. Yeah, it's You know, great, I started man. there when I was 24 years old. You know, again, I thought, you know, I walked in, I'm like, they're naming a fucking street. Every day. <laughs> and now, you know, 16 years later, it's like, you right. know, I'm limping out of there. Right, right. You know, and it, that's not how it was supposed to be by any right. means. You know, especially <laughs> when it was in February, you know, yeah. you know, we're loving life. You know, everything's yeah. great. You know, right. Security's doing well. I'm traveling. I'm on the road. You know, I'm watching... The sunrise on Monday, and I'm, I'm big into like the sunrise and sunset. That's why I love it down here. I'm not oh, you're, right, you're right, right on the beach, man. You, you know? can't beat it. Yeah. So you know, I'm I'm in Miami on on Monday morning watching the sunrise yeah. at 6 a.m. and then I'm watching it set in L.A. on Friday. Yeah, you know? awesome. I love being on the road. Yep. You know, the city not being able to come back to the city kills me. Yeah, it's depressing. You know? I watch stuff now. You know, I think my wife put on the other night. It was like Miracle on 34th or Home Alone 2. She yeah. put on, and it almost like brought a tear to my eye watching. You know, I'm looking at the Plaza Hotel in Central Park, and I'm like, my God, you know, it's never going to be like that. Right. Now, at least n- not until I'm retired. Yeah. You know, know. 40 years yeah. from now, you know, I'll be in my 80s. You know, maybe I'll still be doing it. Who knows? Yeah, you know, yeah. Let's I'm, go. I'm watching Elon Musk never with all that, that, yeah. that Neuralink and all that <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, dude, so. that's wild. That Neuralink stuff, yeah, man. Have you seen that? I, I, I mean, I've been following a little bit. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I've got yeah. a couple neck surgeries myself, so I'm hoping. Oh, okay. You yeah. Know, yeah. I, what would you have done? I had a C3, C4. I've got a fusion with a plate a and some screws. Wow. And then I got that... a disc replacement on 5.6. Oh, you got a disc replacement? Now, yeah. now, the fusion, was it from an injury? Or like it was a... all injury. Uh, so, in college, even in high school, I mean, I, with football, mm-hmm. I, I tackled with my head. Yeah. When I ran the ball, I ran with my head down. I tackled with my head. You know, my brother coached me and Pop Warner. They tried to show me how to tackle normal, and it was still, you know, I'd knock mm-hmm. myself out of my head. And then years later, I took a toll. Right, you know? yeah. You know, so I had the first one done in 07. I had the fusion done. And uh, 2014, right when I had my son, I had the second done, the disc replacement. And how did those go for you? The first one was rough. The yeah. fusion was rough. I didn't recover that well from it. You know, mm-hmm. we knew I'd eventually need a second surgery. And I went through like, you know, some bullshit PT where they're like, you know, yeah. three sets of five with right, five pound right, weights. Right. I'm like, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? Um, 2014, I get the surgery. My college roommate's a physical therapist. So he opened the practice. Uh-huh. So I get out, you know, I have my second surgery. He's like, I'll work on you. So I'm thinking I'm walking in, you know, again, maybe some tricep yeah, push downs, yeah. maybe some dumbbell curls. And he's like, no, he got dude, after it. get on the bench. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. bench? I, I, I'm three hours out of surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Nuts? Yeah. Thank God. Because I'll tell you what, I feel better now than I have for the last 15 years. That's oh, wow, that's great. You know, so, yeah, yeah no, he's an animal. He's yeah. he's animal. I I leave there sore. Yeah. You know, in fact, I haven't seen him in a little while now, and it's 
for good reason. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel like with the spine, anytime you cut anything out, that's not what it was intended for. I, I'm a guy, I'm three back surgeries in. I'm all oh, lower okay. back. I'm L4, L5, yeah. S1, but mm-hmm. Frankie's also a back surgery guy, and yeah. I have, I've had I two do. discectomies. Uh, okay. Had one decompression, had okay. had a nerve um, uh, study done on my, uh, uh, a nerve, what is it called? The impingement? Nerve block? Nerve oh, block? a neuro blocker? No, uh, a nerve surgery Getting done on my legs. Anyway. Long story short, I always feel like, you know, when when they cut something out, you can't put it back. You're never yeah. going to be the same, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know, but I, I had dystectomy when I was 18 and Did you really? I had it when I was 21, good. my first one. And yeah. it was it was the worst one I had. Really? No, yeah. my, I mean, I was I was wrestling 3 weeks after. I yeah. shouldn't have been, but I was. That's cuz you were 18. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I just had stem cells in my neck. I have both so discs in my neck. Honestly, uh, this week I'm starting to feel some good effects from no it. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really am. Because I'm curious about that. I mean, you saw Peyton Manning go over yeah. to Europe. Yeah, and he get did that the Regenicin. That's a little, little different, but yeah, very, very, you know. And you got good results from that. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm starting to. I still, oh, gonna yeah. t- I still think I have some, some time ahead of me. But yeah, I'm starting mm-hmm. to, starting to. The guy know. has been punched. 4,800 times. <laughs> 4,800 times. Yeah. He's the second leader, right? Second? second I think guy? second or maybe, maybe number one. Yeah. Maybe number so one. How do you think he feels? <laughs> you know? Yeah, no kidding, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, I saw you were talking about the stem cell, and I'm like, you know what? That's interesting. Yeah, I did, yeah. but I, I got it. Um, Actually, I got my, my shoulder, my neck, both hands, and both hips. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, and I, I can actually... I couldn't that's do this for a while, so you know my hands are coming back a little bit. Yeah, so that's why I had yeah. the, the numbness and tingling in my fingers, and that's what they all down in. the yeah, left yeah. leg. Yeah. I, I had I, uh, when I fought BJ the third time, I couldn't hold a broomstick in my hand. No because I had no grip strength whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, these stems, so hopefully, you know, still uh, my neck kind of feels pretty good. So, and my my grip strength came back over the years, but yeah, that, that, that's pretty bad. Yeah, I think the next step is that Neuralink, then, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's well, that's. That's scary, bro. The way he's talking someone, about what, it. What if someone like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, like, you know, hacks it. <laughs> hacks it. You know what I mean? Like then, fucking. <laughs> I'll tell you, it looks pretty wild. What they're talking about. It you is. Know, he it said, is. you know, if you're paralyzed, they can go right. in, put the neural link, push the button. How does that work? How does that work? It just, it starts, it sends the, the, the it signal. It sends the nerve impulses, yeah. whatever it is. Right. You know, I'm watching. Yeah, but like, how does it send the blind, If you're blind, you can see. If nerves are severed, it can't. Yeah, but that's the problem. Not. I have so much nerve the damage. Reaction. I don't know. How I think it your works. brain could. You know. No. Did you ever see Lucy the movie Lucy? Yes, I did. It was that's a great like movie that. actually. But there's no way if it's if it's if it's um, rebuilding itself or regenerating itself, which nerves do. You know, I think it's one millimeter a month they grow or something. It's very slow process. Uh, okay, the, the nerves are still there. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is something like that. <laughs> it's why you grow about. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that, but anyway, if they're completely severed, I mean, you you can't. You, how do you make a, a quadriplegic or a paraplegic walk again? I don't see how. Are you, you telling that, me? You no, telling me? If I knew the you answer, you don't believe me, Elon Musk. No, I listen. You don't I, believe I, me, Elon. At this point, I believe listen, anything the guy real, says. Man. It ain't happened yet, so we'll see what happens. But you know, he's fucking Tony Stark. Oh, the guy's yeah. unbelievable, man. Yeah. Yeah. The guy's unbelievable. He's changing the world, yeah. and you know, it's yeah. not just what he's doing. I think a lot of people look at it like. Okay, this guy, what did he do? Did he sell PayPal where he made his first? You is know, that what it is? Yeah. It was PayPal. Yeah. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Then, you know, SPACEX, Tesla, right. you know, everybody laughed Boring, at him at the yeah. beginning. He, he just surpassed somebody. In, in, oh, Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. He just surpassed Bill mm-hmm. Gates. Bill Gates. He's number yeah, two. Number two. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I love no. you. I'm a big fan. Can't be number yeah. Oh, Bezos is number one. Right? Yeah, Bezos yeah, yeah, is yeah, one. Bezos, yeah. so I'm a big fan of Elon Musk, everything he's doing, yeah. you know, yeah. because it's not only that, and this is, I think, what's overlooked. You know, he's saying, hey, we're going to be in Mars by 2032. You know, we've got SpaceX, we got Tesla. You know, we're going to be off the grid. He's doing some battery stuff in Australia, you know, so that their town's completely off the grid and it's just run on a backup battery wow. and, and solar power, stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, what it's done is not only 
bring people up to speed on what he's doing, but it's made the other companies, at first he was yeah. a joke. You know, yeah, at first right, the other car right. companies looked at him and said, hey, Tesla. Yeah. Is, that, you know, it's, it's, the the one, it's the number one yeah. company in America right now. And you know car what everybody else is doing now? Everybody else is making electric cars. Yeah. Yeah. At first it was a joke. It was I an know. absolute joke. Well, right. well, you, know, I, you know, I heard, I don't know if this is true, but mm -hmm. I heard that they say the, the carbon footprint to make a, a battery operated car to car is actually more than what a uh, you know carbon that's what carbon they say yeah car. to mine the lithium like, and all that yeah, stuff like, yeah like what are we doing here yeah. you know that that's what they say but, uh, but I don't know if what that's they're true. doing is they're making the other the companies initial, look harder the initial carbon footprint to create to build it yeah to build it over right. over year let's say no I think that, I think it even I, I don't know. Is it over the longevity of the, the life thought, of the car I, as well? I, I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I think it was yeah. only under the production oh, the of production. it that it was okay. similar. That makes sense. Right. Well, then I that, can't that, imagine that if you keep that car for 10, 15, 20 years, the carbon footprint would be bigger. But what is it? It's cobalt, than, right? It's cobalt is what they need? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's cobalt. And I suppose they like, little kids mine it and shit. It's kind of, kind yeah. of a... Lithium, weird, cobalt, yeah, that yeah. stuff. I know lithium, yeah. they're doing a big thing. You know, I want to say... Somewhere off of Spain, I think it's in Spain or Portugal. Yeah. You know, there's some big lithium mines that they're getting into and stuff like that, and that's affecting the local communities and right, stuff, right. the water and stuff. I mean, there's a whole you know thing on that. But what that's doing is what he's doing, even with SpaceX. You know, now you've got Virgin Galactic, you've got Blue Horizon, and you've got NASA back. You know, so we're looking. Yeah. You know, he reinvigorated so he many did. other industries. Well, didn't he do a lot of stuff? NASA and SpaceX, they kind of absolutely co did, did a lot of work. Stuff they worked together. a lot together. Yeah. You know, he's shipping stuff to ISS, you know, mm -hmm. uh, up there. Wasn't Richard Branson involved in that? So he's Virgin Galactic. Virgin, yeah. So he's oh, Virgin Galactic, yeah. So okay. I think within the next few years, they're going to be doing, you know. No trips to the moon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Hey, I'm going to the moon. What are you doing? Yeah. You know? So it's going to be like one of those deals. Yeah, you know, but he's making everybody work harder, right? Because right. at first, again, it was a novelty. Oh, this this guy Elon Musk. Right. Oh yeah, sure, we're gonna right. go to the moon. Aren't all of most a sudden, this sending shit up there, and now they're like, oh wow, oh, we need right, to step yeah. our game up. Right. So yeah. everybody else is now, you know, Jeff Bezos is in there. Yeah, you know, like you mentioned, Jeff, Richard yeah. Branson. You know, you're gonna start to see other companies, and what that does is it pushes the envelope. It makes everybody better. Well, mm -hmm. I think it's cool too because uh, he's a, he's a regular citizen. He's not the government, you know, mm -hmm. uh, entity, and now it's getting these other people are like oh you don't need to be a government entity to get into space wars I'm, I'm in <laughs> and that's what it was for you know the 50s and 60s it was you know, all NASA that was right? it yeah. you were talking governments yeah. that were fighting against each other now it's individuals mm -hmm. you know once it got privatized it made it better yeah, well, it was right. a big race right. to see who got to the moon right yeah. yeah and that's what it was you know yep. first it was to break the speed of sound yep. and then yeah. to get the space first you know, to get out there Russia Actually, the, beat us the first, right. the first living creature in space was a monkey technically right was. Uh, I think yeah, it was a monkey then a dog or a dog yeah I think it was a monkey then a dog you know it might have been reverse yeah. you know but you know Russia beat us to yeah. a while yeah. you know Russia yeah, yeah Russia mm -hmm. was kicking our ass for a while yeah. and then finally and then you know, we supposedly <laughs> we don't know oh you're gonna do the, the fake moon landing <laughs> nah. you're gonna do the fake nah, moon landing nah, nah. oh, I love that one I love that one well do you see though that the Israeli guy or something said uh Aliens exist and the USA is not ready, or or the people are not ready to to, you know, to to hear the news yet, <laughs> and that's why they're not telling us. Really, yeah. But the Pentagon released a bunch of stuff saying they they have a a structure from not from this Earth. Was that the uh, the monolith they found in Utah? No, not even the monolith. That's that? crazy. That, but that, I heard the monolith was there was like a, and then disappeared yeah, like overnight. Yeah, Some right? guys just yeah. went and picked it up. And but like, I heard hey, it was, we don't like littering. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. It wasn't, I heard it wasn't heavy at all. It was like literally cardboard. It looked like they just like pushed it over. Yeah. So. But it was still wild. I mean, to right. see some random thing. In it, Dude, you know, that, that is wild. Yeah, my kid loves aliens. Yeah. You know, my kid's like, he's six years old, so he's really into that. You know, my kid's got some wild interests. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, we talk about that kind of stuff. And he's always like, Daddy, do you think there's aliens? You know, I had to sit back and I'm like, all right, he's six. Okay, that's pretty. It's pretty good. If I answer this question and yeah. he goes to school, I get his teacher calling me, going, "What the hell are you telling me?" I go, "Buddy, you know, I'm like, how do I put this into perspective?" I'm like, "Look at the stars. Right. 
every one of those may have planets around them. Yeah. Right. You know right. what the odds are of us being the only ones here? And I hate to get on an alien to all oh, no, that's that's do right I believe around. it's one of those things? Right. Right. Dude, I don't believe it and I don't not believe it. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Dude, I, I, listened, <laughs> you know? I just listened to Rogan's podcast, not yeah. the whole thing, but he had John, Jacques, some, Jacques, Someone, Jacques, so Jacques Cousteau, not Jacques Cousteau, but <laughs> some some French dude right. and some documentary uh, uh, producer, mm. and you know, and this guy has been you know studying UFOs and all this stuff for, for like since the, since the sixties. Yeah. And Rogan's like, "Yo, what, what do you come? What what is your thought on all this after all these years studying this?" He's like, he's like "Honestly, he's like everybody. The the most logical thing would be it's another these creatures because there's so many different." Uh, stories about you know flying tic tac or a flying triangle or a flying cone and all this stuff, yeah. and he's saying it's interdimensional. It might be interdimensional stuff, like uh, another dimension five minutes well, before or after. That's us. Einstein. Um, stuff. That's so crazy. Start talking about, but like, that's what he's saying though. These these yeah. physics and stuff kind of make that pl- make that like plausible. Plausible. Yeah. Then you start getting into wormholes <laughs> yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, different dude, black also, holes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, you get into all that stuff. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of crazy stuff out there. there. I mean, the one I tell you, the one good thing about the pandemic, I think we have to accept that we may never know the answer to a lot of it. I well, don't I don't know. think in our lifetime. Yeah. You know, I mean, Definitely we're, not we're barely lifetime, trying to get to Mars. You know, you yeah, have to get yeah. outside. There's still shit in the ocean we haven't seen. Yeah, so. well, that's what it is. Well, I think that, 70% that, of the actually, ocean's unexplored. One, you know? one, one of the, uh, the, the pilot's accounts was, uh, well, she was a military pilot, mm-hmm. uh, this triangle thing came out from the ocean and there was a, uh, uh, a, um, a military boat like a, a you know a, a, what do you call it the big ones submarine no uh, oh, aircraft carrier? aircraft carrier and it came and the aircraft carrier didn't even detect it no and this thing came up and boom, went up and disappeared yeah. so and wait it came from the ocean they're saying so a pilot stated that a pilot stated it yes well yeah well i mean there's a lot of crazy I mean, it's crazy you know it's, it's out, fun you know? to talk about yeah. who knows yeah. it, it could be true it could not be true but uh, I believe of all of all you know when people come in they sit down we've got we've got a couple of good friends that sit down and they they talk some real crazy, crazy stuff, stuff yeah. especially <laughs> politic related and pedophilia related and things like that but I totally believe that the the alien concept is totally plausible only because there's so it's such a vast area out there that is unexplored I mean it's totally if you haven't explored it, how do you know? You know what I mean? Well, they have the yeah. telescope out there now that's beyond Hubble. It's called TESS. Yeah. And yeah. TESS is taking, you know, small little oh, pictures. Oh, it's beyond Hubble. Yeah, it's beyond oh, Hubble. Really? So this is within the last, I want to say the last three years. And TESS is taking small pictures of exoplanets in the universe. I mean, they're identifying, it's like 40 planets a day that possibly have a Goldilocks zone uh, yeah, yeah. similar to what we have here. Right. So when you start to factor in those numbers and you really break out statistically what that could be, you're talking about hundreds of millions mm, yeah. of stars with hundreds of millions of planets. What the hell are the chances? Well, you know, Neil, we're the only right. ones. You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Absolutely. Like yeah. he, he, you know, uh, he says every. Oh, there's a theory that every black hole or wormhole, or black right. hole, there's another universe that's ever expanding, Inside and there's black holes in there. There's another universe. They said that most likely there's there's a planet somewhere in our universe that people are. I'm sitting in this chair. You're sitting in that chair. You're and they were yeah. doing the exact same talk yeah. somewhere else in the universe. And there's a, also a scenario where I get up and leave and go to the bathroom. You know what I mean? There's just because there's so yeah. infinite. There could be infinite planets yeah. that that could. If if there, if it's ever growing, there's could be infinite Goldilocks planets. And, and, right, you know? and, and this is what happens on our show. We go from security. Yeah, yeah. To, to <laughs> now we're experts on ET. Well, listen, we're trying, uh, it's a sad day. we're trying to be security on Mars. We're trying to be security on the moon. Yeah. You know, we're but listen, security everywhere. So this guy was on the podcast was saying that that pretty much there's a universal idea of what these aliens look like, right? Since the beginning of time, big heads, little bodies. He's like, that's us in the future. He's like, you know, our, our heads get bigger because we we use our brains. Brain, yeah. We don't use our bodies. They're asexual. They don't have, uh, they don't have a, a you know, 
I guess they don't have sex, I guess, you know? Millennials? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, millennials, right. Yeah, they're turning soft as fuck. <laughs> that's what they Soy do. Bo- Soy boys. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the next generation. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. That's scary. I know it won't be my two boys, I can promise you. That's no, what, no, that's what, I'm only no. responsible for the two that I'm growing in my house. And, yeah. Yeah, so I got my four-year-old running around the house with his Nerf sniper rifle on. I'm Uncle Sonny, I'm getting the bad guys. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, yeah, no, it's good, man. I know definitely my boys won't be a part of it. <laughs> you got two? I got two. I got yeah. a six-year-old oh. and a four-year-old. That's what I got, that's but awesome. boy-girl, but I got Girl. Yeah, I think my, you know, my wife still wants a girl. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's we had. That's we had they did, yeah. Two boys and two boys and a girl. They were sixteen months apart. And that kind of scarred us a little bit because they're, they you know, boys are oh. a lot of energy. <laughs> yeah. And then once my my second one was four, we had my my my, my third daughter. Yeah, I think it. we're kind of looking to get settled in, and then you know, see what happens yeah. after that. You know, she wants a girl. Yeah, you know, that's the one thing. The girl, the girls change you. Yeah, for real. That's what my totally, buddies totally said. Totally my totally buddies different. that have daughters like man, they change you. They do. You know? My my first was a girl, but there's just there's just something. There's I mean I don't have to tell you guys. You're both fathers. There's no different love there. It's just there's no lack of love there or no, well, or well, more or less. It's just a different it is. perspective. Well, well my sons, it's like you're raising men. I'm like right. you know what I mean. I'm, I'm definitely getting their ass a little bit. My daughter, I just can't, I can't even yell at. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, so I, I grew up. I had older brothers and a younger sister. Yeah. And my father's a marine. You know, he was yeah. in Vietnam. Yeah. So my brothers, it was like you know, my father yelled. I mean, I still my father's in his seventies. You know, he yells. I still get the chills. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. My sister, she come in and be like, "F you, dad." And I'm right. like, you know, I, yeah, I would sit crazy. there. Oh my yeah. god, you know, <laughs> you know it, it's completely different. Yeah, right. Still to this day, the way he is with her is completely different from us. Right. Right. You know, and I'll see that someday, I'm sure. Yeah. You yeah, know, if we get the girl, yeah, you know, I'm right. watching the genome editing and stuff on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, I just want to make sure because I'm not going for four. You know, my yeah, brother, no. my brother got two boys. He tried for the third, third, you know, for the girl. He got a yeah, third boy. Uh, they, uh, I thought for sure I was going to have a third boy. I'm the third boy. boy. Yeah. So I'm like, I tell my wife, I'm like, hey, odds are we're going to have another boy. She's yeah. like, all right, well, we'll just keep going. I'm like, whoa, hold on. You got, hey, I got a doctor. You need, I got <laughs> a guy. I got a guy. You got to spin your sperm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you, you didn't want to know, right? Was it a surprise? Or did you no, no, we, we, we found out. Oh, you did? We okay. found out. Yeah. Okay. I just, yeah. I, we did too. I just think that, I don't know. I, honestly, if I could do it again or if whatever happened, I would not know. You could do it again. Oh, I know. Get that I hip fixed so you can yeah. get the get the full. <laughs> but but no, real no. Because think about it. Like, when when do you ever get a surprise like that yeah. in life again? Right. Ever. See, we did you that with the first one. Yeah, that's amazing. It's all we about prep. You do it to prep. You want to prep the room. You want to have a crib. You want to. Yeah. That's why people do it. So but. my wife, she wanted to keep it a secret for the first one. Yeah. That was the big thing, you know. Find out. So she painted the room green, you know, like that. She's like, you know. We're gonna keep it neutral. We're new. I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> so you know, I'm sitting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I see a set of balls. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm literally. I'm like, and no joke. I'm on my phone on Google. I'm on Fathead, and I'm like, all right, we're getting a Cowboys helmet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting a Yankees <laughs> thing. Within great. two weeks, the room was painted blue with a Yankees, yeah. ball, you know, yeah, pinstripes yeah. and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but yeah. it was cool waiting. I mean, it was awesome, right. you know, to be able to sit there and wait. I uh, I have a friend that was trying to wait. Do that. They didn't want to know. Yeah. Right? So a doctor comes in. That they have not worked with yet, they have not seen. The guy comes in, joke oh, around. God. Oh, it's God. still a girl, and they're like, "What the fuck?" They didn't want to. What the fuck? Or, or whatever. Still a girl. Still a boy. I forget. I forget. You know. And they were so fucking pissed off. Yeah. This guy was messing with them. It was act. They were actually having the opposite. So they thought they were having a girl. They they, they didn't know oh, they're having. They're having a girl, and then they end up having a boy. I mean, I've had the situations version. where they said like, you're oh, having a girl, yeah. and it's like, oh, surprise, it, it's a boy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I'm like, damn, man, that's fucked up. <laughs> we we waited, they waited. This was like the last visit. They waited all this time. I'm like, oh well, we my god, we found out with the second one. We did the second one because she didn't want to wait. Yeah, she wanted to know, and then they were like, it's a boy, and she was like. Yeah, my wife is a pharmaceutical rep at the time, and yeah. uh, she she sold birth control, so she knew all the doctors. So every doctor's office they wanted to, you know, hit her with the the ultrasound. Oh, let me see, let me see, and then so 
I mean, you could after you look over yeah. after so many times, you're gonna see. You well, know? I remember we did we did the ultrasound, and the nurse asked my wife, "Do you want to know what it is?" And I'm look. I mean, I could clearly see it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I could tell the difference, and I'm like, oh, "That's another boy." You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm like, "Yes, here we go." Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a younger sister. I know it comes with it. I'm like, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm waiting for that guy to show up my door the first time. You know, yeah. I had a younger sister. Yes. Every guy that showed up at the door was like, "I'm not gonna shake your hand because I'm probably gonna have to kick your ass in a yeah, couple yeah, weeks." Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's the only thing that scares me, man. But you know, having two boys is awesome. Yeah, it is. My 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 older guy is my my genius. You know, he's piano i mean he taught himself beethoven wow, Mozart. He, oh, wow. he was doing the state puzzles at like six years six. old at, at six, no he was doing that at four or five wow Jeez. at two years old he knew all the states he was doing we knew there was something special with him then. my kids could never oh, play yeah. with your kids but he <laughs> my four-year-old he's he's an animal he's like you know he just gets up he wants whatever ball is there he's yeah, like daddy yeah. we're playing football he's my like, kid throws poop at his sister i'm kidding i'm kidding but my, my kid you know he'll just sit there and bang around the piano he watches like documentaries that's and amazing he's yeah he's got a florist dude. he's he's a much more interesting interview you might want to you seem like a, a great guy, but we can't ever have your kids at any parties that Frankie and I have. Our kids will eat them a lot. But it's great. My father-in-law loves it. He brings my son to the party because it's like Jeopardy. You know, now yeah, he's got everybody yeah. there. Like, hey, ask Severio a question. Get ask him a question. He's like, hey, get him Severio. You know? <laughs> and, and you know, because he's into like Renaissance art and stuff oh, wow, like that. That's no, amazing. At that age, that is so yeah. cool. Wow. But hates sports, man. Hates really? him. Hates wow. him. I coach. We, we put him in flag football. You know, yeah. so me and my father-in-law coach football together. So we coached his uh, flag football team last year. Hates it. Yeah. I mean, he's, it he's a genius. He's yeah. like these fucking yeah. imbeciles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're sitting there, you know, one practice. It was funny. You know, we're sitting like, there. Dad, isn't this how you fucked your neck up? Why yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, you know, you yeah. didn't learn your lesson. Yeah. So he's sitting there, and you know, we're in practice. I'm doing my little pre pre practice speech. You know, to the kids are six and seven years old. You know, you're just talking to them, and I'm looking around for Severio. I'm like, anybody seen Severio? He stacked up the practice pads and he's sitting on him going, oh, uh, meditating. He goes, Daddy, I'm yeah. getting mentally ready for practice. That's <laughs> great. So it's a unique name, Severio. Severio. So, that's, so my cousin Sonny, who's one of the owners, yeah. that's ah. his name, Severio. Uh, oh, Severio. Okay. So that actually goes deep into our family. I think uh, back to the late 1800s. You know, we've had a great uncle, Sonny, who's Severio, and then way, great, 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 way back in Italy, uh, Severio. Cool. So, you know, and, and funny story. The reason why I like that name, the reason why I gave it to my son. So me and Sonny were on vacation. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna kill me for this story. Uh, we're on vacation. We're kids. You know, my parents brought us camping. He's probably twelve. I'm nine. Whatever it is, you know, we're we're in the pool. There's a cute girl there. You know, really cute girl. You know, Sonny's hitting on her, and she's getting out. We're both sitting on the pool, and you know, I'm looking up to him because he's flirting with this chick, <laughs> and and she's on this ladder, and she goes, you know, what's your name? And he goes, Severio. And she goes, oh, I love that name. I could <laughs> die. And she falls into the pool, and I'm like. Ma, you name me Danny? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we had a couple names picked, but, you know, Severio. That's stuff, cool. I like, you know, it. I like and, it. And he loves it, you know. But we asked him this year. We said, hey, Severio, you want to play football this year? He goes, Danny, I'm retired. Uh, <laughs> like, he's six. Sounds like he's mature beyond his years. Yeah. My four-year-old yeah. loves it, man. All awesome. We snuck him in a game, so he was three. It's all five, six, and seven-year-olds flag. And the kid just couldn't wait. You know, he's, yeah. he was like me as a little kid. He's like standing on the side. Like he can't wait. So finally, there was an O'Connor jersey. We had extra. And I'm like, it's close enough to O'Donnell. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, so I put it on him. My buddy's coaching the Middletown team, my good buddy Steve. And uh, I said to him before the game, I'm like, hey, do you mind if I sneak Enzo in? He's like, dude, get him in, man. What are you, nuts? So we put him in. We're on like the three-yard line. You know, we're about to go in. So I'm, I'm going to get him his first touchdown. You know, he's excited. He can't wait. Yeah. I put him in. You know, my father-in-law is the offensive coach. Enzo gets the handoff. So my little guy's Enzo. Enzo takes the handoff, man. He sees the defense. He stops. He pivots. He turns. He goes 40 yards the other way. <laughs> uh, hilarious, man. The crowd's great. going nuts. That's I'm great. like, Enzo, wait. Go, go, go. Yeah. go. Oh, man, it, was incredible. it was one of the best experiences awesome. I think awesome. I've ever had That's in sports. Awesome. You know, yeah. Isn't it crazy, yeah. though, how you can have two kids, same genes, raised in the same oh, house, same parents, yeah, yeah. and they can be 
polar opposite. Yeah, my, my totally two boys different. are totally different. Totally different. Yeah. I mean, it goes, my one's a lefty, you know, Severio's a lefty, Enzo's a righty. Oh, I mean, wow. even to that, they are complete polar opposites. Yeah. But it's great. You yeah. know what? If I want to get my sports fix and I want to play, you know, Madden and video games and I want to dive around the couches shooting each other with Nerf guns, I could do it Enzo. And then if I want to sit there and, and watch some, like, alien documentary or some shit on, like, you know, the Statue of Liberty or, you know... Yeah. He'll sit and watch it. Yeah, so it's actually cool. pretty cool, yeah, man. I dig it. Best you know? of both worlds, if anything, yeah. I'll tell you what, I, I got smarter since I've had him. <laughs> because all the shit that I didn't pay attention to in college, you know, like art history and stuff like that, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm in the back with sunglasses on in my hat. Like, that's right. Am I going to be eligible for football? Okay, okay. You know, Now I'm like, wow, man, that's some interesting shit. Yep. You know, he's like, Daddy, look at the Mona Lisa. Isn't she beautiful? And I'm like, what the? That's, what that's, at, man? that's cool, man. But it makes sense he's to him. sick saying that. It makes sense to him, man. He's going places. Yeah. Yeah. That's I always tell him. I'm like, man. I need to retire and get you going. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah. do something. Yeah. I'm riding his coat. That, that is I'm your waiting. retirement plan, right there. That is, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Either Enzo's going to the NFL or Severo's going to own the team. Either way, you know, one of us is going. But it's great, man. It's great. Got Italian names. Uh, are you, you Italian? I'm too? half Italian. Half Italian. Okay. So I'm half yeah. Italian. Half uh, my mother's uh, Italian. I got Francesco, Santino, and Valentina. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah imagine all the, so many damn fouls. Yeah, kids yeah. can't <laughs> hang out. It take nine minutes just to call all of them. You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, my my in laws are all Italian. My wife's all Italian. Yeah. You know, they got the typical Tom's River, big Italian flag, oh, hanging yeah, outside, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's everybody. You know, you take the boat, you know, I go on my kayak in the morning, I go out and I see everybody's houses and yeah. everyone's got the Italian flag oh, yeah, outside. Oh, yeah. I'm like, we know, man, <laughs> we know, you know, it's great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's, but Tom's, Tom's a special place, man, especially summertime, like you said. I fell in love here, with it. It was great, yeah. I have to say, I definitely fell in love with it mm-hmm. since we've gotten down here. You know, we came down. Well, if you fell in love with it now, I mean, you yeah. should say, well, you, you've you been here. You've traveled here many times. It just yeah. is, nothing is the same right now. Nothing. The, no. the seaside is shut down. The whole barrier island is done. Everything is done. But I feel like, I mean, living on the water, now is the time, the perfect yeah. time to live on the water. Yeah. You right, know, man. you're stuck in your bad house, that's, that's, that's not so that, fucking bad. That's, well, that's all summer, you yeah. know, we're out in the backyard. Yeah. You know, I right. had like uh, steel bands playing, yep. you know, music on right. my Pandora and laying outside, getting tan out and, yeah. you know, going running out in the kayak. And I live in my kayak, man. I'm out there every morning. Are you really? You know, get yeah. out there, watch yeah. the sunrise on the bay and stuff Even like this that. time of year? Well, not a chance in hell, man. You know, that thing's stored away for the winter. Once it gets below like 70 degrees, I'm done. I want to go back and talk to my, uh, you know my great grandparents, and be like, "What the hell were you guys thinking?" Yeah, you know, you couldn't have made a left and yeah, just went down yeah, to Florida yeah, first. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, like know. who the hell went? Go back to the Mayflower. Like you didn't know the Northeast was that cold, really. You know, you're coming from you know Europe. What's the matter? Yeah. With you? Go south. You know, go closer to the equator. Um, you know, but yeah, I'm out there every morning in the summertime, like watching the sunrise. You know, that's I have awesome. to say that's one of the coolest things about being down here. Yep. You know, and a handful of times I take my kids, if they were up, you know, 6 a.m., I'm like, hey, man, let's jump in the car and go to the beach. Yeah. Ride over to Seaside, you know, because my wife's family has a beach house in Seaside Park. Oh, okay. So, yeah. you know, we'll park the car there, walk That's up great. to the beach and watch yep. the sunrise, man. It was I, To do stuff like that is some of the coolest stuff I've ever done. I told yeah. myself this year I was going to get a beach badge so I could go on Island Beach State Park. I didn't do it because I think my what, kids the, are like still- Like the truck? Take the truck Right, up? right. Yeah, but yeah. I think my kids are still just a little bit too young for it, so maybe next year. There's some cool hiking. I we just did that a couple so. weeks ago. Yeah. You know, yeah. we went down Island Beach State Park. We did a hike back there and I have to say there's a lot of cool stuff down yep. here so that's what they we got do Tyson's a little bit Tyson's you can walk out there I wouldn't take my kids to Tyson's but nah yeah, yeah you yeah. would that's more family well there's right near where you go out to Tyson's is like yeah. a bird sanctuary you can hike to and yeah Things like that, but I just thought it would be a cool idea. Like if we were bored during the day, or we want to go see a, the sunrise or whatever. But it's cool. You put you put poles in in the you water. You have to have poles. Yeah, in the water. you put poles in the water. You can stay there all night. Yep, exactly. You know, yep. Camp but it's out. cool. 
I'll tell yeah. you, we did like Caddis Island. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, that's the one great. thing. My, it's right down the road. From we me. like I to do, do our little do, day we trips. We do it a lot. Yeah. Like our weekend day trips yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, we've done that. And that's the one thing. Monmouth County, we've explored all of it. You yeah. Know, yeah. We, we live there, so now it's cool. You know, we're in Ocean County. Right. You know, Google. Thank God for Google and like yeah. weird New Jersey. That's what we do. Every yeah. weekend, I just, yeah. I look at like if we want to go hiking or whatever the interest is for that day, I go and we go. Yeah. If we want to go to a zoo, I'll try to find a new, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, the internet is your friend in many ways and your enemy in many ways. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. We, went we went down to Bear Mountain last weekend and hiked that with the kids, and that was a terrific time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't beat it. You know, yeah. that's one thing with the pandemic. Yeah. You, know, you, you get outdoors a little bit more. Yeah, you, you know, found, see, you you know, we've definitely to entertain yourself a little you bit. Know, I mean, I remember walking outside, you know, or in Hazlitt, and right when the pandemic started, I'm seeing my entire neighborhood walking. Right. Everybody's yeah. on bikes every week because nobody knows what to do. Exactly. No. You know, yeah. but taking the kids out and hiking and stuff. We went down last week to uh, Atlantic City. You know, took the kids down to the Hard Rock. They they love the hotel. They oh, love yeah, the city yeah. and stuff. So, um, you take them to the, Am- uh, the Amazon Rainforest, I think it's called? Ca- uh, Rainforest Cafe. Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, That's we've it, done yeah. Rainforest Cafe. They love yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. But it's I horrible food. But these oh, are, it's terrible. We go there all the <laughs> time. I'm like, i got to eat this shit just yeah. so the kids can and pay $15 for one of those frog cups. But I take them all <laughs> the, the time. For the gorilla to sit there. I and, take know, them yeah. all the time because they love it. They but, love it, man. Yeah. So we did that. That's over at the Trop. Yeah. Uh, but I took them down to uh, Lucy the Elephant. Have you ever seen that? I've mm. I've heard of that. So what? I've Googled it. I've seen it. It's one of those things where I'm scrolling. I'm like, what the hell is this? All right, we'll go. And then we're sitting there, and my son's like, hey, Daddy, there's a water tower with a smiley face on it. There's one of 15 in the country, and it's in Margate. So I'm like, Margate, I look it up, and I see Lucy the Elephant. And I'm like, it's a six-story building. It looks like an elephant. I'm like, would you want to see this? She's like, oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Go. So we went there like, two weeks ago. I tell you, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's like a six-story building. I'm a, I'm, that's on my As list now because we do shit like this every weekend. Yeah. I just I just look for new shit. We go to Cape May Zoo all the time. Okay. We were in Cape May last weekend. We're just we're always traveling, so that's on my bucket list now. You would because it's on Weird New Jersey. It's yep. one of those things on Weird New Jersey. You know, it's yep. the oldest roadside attraction in the country. Really, you know, so it's wow. got a little history to it. And that's what oh, that's we like cool. to do. When we do a little road trips. I like Margate's by by Atlantic City, right? Right, right south of Atlantic. Yeah. It's fifteen minutes south okay. of Atlantic City. So funny enough, as we're driving, we find an O'Donnell Memorial Park, which is pretty cool. <laughs> so you know, we made a stop there and then we went down to the elephant you know my son's into water towers yeah, yeah. that's his interest whatever um so we went there we took a look at that and from the top of lucy you can see the smiley face water tower oh, so right. he was like he gets up there he's oh my god yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. you know but it was actually pretty damn cool because this thing's from like the late 1800s yeah you know and it was an airbnb over the summer you know no it's wild to walk yeah, inside and cool. see this thing you know and i'm in commercial real estate so i appreciate yeah yeah, yeah. Stuff yeah. Like that. Definitely yeah. Take so there's definitely that. a lot of cool stuff to do in ocean county like those little day trips, man. Yep. Yeah. You know, we've done Caddis Island, I think twice. You know, that was pretty wild. Then I took them down to uh, downtown Tom's River. You know, oh, they yeah. got the park down there. Yeah. The park, um, there's a cemetery there. There's some headstones in there from the Revolutionary War. Yeah. The Amityville Horror like House is downtown. Is it really? Yeah. Not, right. not, not where the murder actually happened, where yeah. they shot the movie. Oh, no kidding. It's downtown Tom, Tom's River. Yeah, yeah. see, I, yeah. I got to talk yeah. to you guys about yeah. a lot of this stuff because, you know, I'm, I'm just getting Take them to the, the old brick area. factory in the summertime. Don't take yeah. them this time of year, but the old brick, it's, it's only worthy of. 20 minutes of your time at the most mm. but the old brick factory out in um uh w- down by route 72 what, what is the back road you go out there i forget the name of it but they by call Manhawk, it you mean? yeah but the old the old, the the road the back way to get to route 72 down in manhawk and anyway the old brick factory i think that's in weird new jersey i believe that it is, is it really okay it's, it's an old brick factory that they graffitied it and mm-hmm. it's really cool looking because it's just tons of graffitied walls and it's just I don't know. They say it's haunted and shit, but there's tons of places around here you can go. Because we're always looking for stuff like that, man. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you can't go. You can't go to museums. Yeah. You can't go to anything indoors now. Chatsworth. Chatsworth. That's where it is. Chatsworth. You've got to be creative now. I mean, as a parent, it's like uh, your kids can only stay inside so much. You know, I'm not big on just giving you an iPad and saying, "Hey, knock yourselves out." I'll see you. I only do it on rainy and really cold days. Otherwise, we're out the door. Yeah. You know, we try and get them out as much as possible. And I'm learning. You know, it's cool for me. I'm like a kid again. You know, that's 
yeah. one cool thing about having you know boys. I don't right. know what it's like you know with a daughter, but right. the cool thing with boys is like I'm like a kid again, man. You get I'm to playing. relive it a little. Yeah, bit. I'm yeah. playing Madden. You know, I'm doing all the cool you know the fun stuff I did as a kid. It's great. You know, yeah. I'm loving it, man. Yeah, I'm loving it. I've got them Cowboys jerseys. Uh-huh. I think the Cowboys are on right now. They're probably down by 20. Uh, yeah, it's uh-huh. tough. That's tough you know, right now. It's, it's great, man. Yeah. I'm loving it. That's you know, awesome, I'm loving it. Even Sonny. You know, Sonny Nothing doesn't have any kids. So he comes up and he, you know, he's, you know, they love Uncle Sonny. You know, yeah, Uncle yeah. Sonny's a cool uncle, obviously. You know, yeah. So he comes up and rolling around with the kids. And so we're all like kids again, man. That's yeah. great. That's dude. great. You know, my, awesome. bro- my brother's got, you know, they got kids. It's great, man. You know, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I think I got nine, eight or nine nieces and nephews. Crazy uh, where yeah. life takes you. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, you know, but somehow we're down here in Tom's River. You know, we're running security now. That's great, man. So, you know, we're doing, you know, apartment buildings, residential communities. You know, I've got. Now you get into real estate in Jersey as well? Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. into it. Yeah, I, I, it's one of those things where, you know, I've got so much experience. Locally, like Lake Tom's River too? Yeah, I'm looking, you yeah. know, anywhere in the state of New Jersey. Okay. You know, there's uh Obviously, you know my wife's family and stuff like that. They get yeah. a lot of connections down yeah. here and stuff. So it makes sense to start here. You know, this right. is where my network is. Right. You know, and I, that's something I could do on the side because yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. You know, it's in my blood. It's something I've done for so long that I, I don't want to give it up. You know, even though I'm doing security full time, right. you know, I could still dabble in real yeah. estate. Yeah. You know, I enjoy it. I enjoy making deals. Yeah, my wife has a real estate license. Uh, Every, everybody's wife has a real estate yeah, license, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. She's had it forever. Yeah. It's great because, I mean, I move every fucking three years, it feels like. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got her on Zillow. She's yeah, doing all the yeah, work for you, yeah. which is great, man. You know, with the internet and everything, you know, it's it's easy to do real estate nowadays. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, I enjoy it. You know, I enjoy making deals. You know, and that's, whether it be security, real estate, whatever it is, I enjoy the deal. Yeah. You know, I enjoy negotiating. You know, that to me it's kind is of exciting. A, your competitive, competitive, you know, yeah. you know competition you get to do it yeah. replace what you did growing up your whole life you yeah, know and i miss it you know? yeah and that was the one thing about it in the city you know it was, it was like sports but even security you know when we're traveling we're on the road you know there's a team there's a cohesive team that we're working with you know and they're all very talented individuals you know every one of the guys on our team are extremely talented in what they do you know it brings me back to the football days where it's like being in the locker room which you know in sports the best part isn't always a game right. you know the best part is camp it's the locker room it's practices you know, that's where you make your friends. That's where you make the bonds. That's where those relationships form. And I enjoy that. You know, that's what I miss the most about playing football. And, you know, all of us at some point are done. Yep. You know, whether it be by injury, by age, you know, whatever it is, we all end someday. But the athlete doesn't come out of you. Mm-hmm. You know, with security, I can go back to that feeling of an athlete. You know, we're in the team meeting room. We're meeting. Everybody's working out together. You know, we get to the hotel. The first thing we do is identify the gym. You know, and then we all work out together. You know, we push each other. It's not like, you know, we're just there, you know, we're throwing around some weight and we're pushing Mm -hmm. each other, you know. Yeah. I miss that. Yeah. That's what I enjoy about doing this. You know, I enjoy about the team and even the guards I have down here, you know, they work their ass off, man. You know, and you appreciate that. You know, you appreciate that when everybody works their ass off, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're working, you know, overnights. I got guys you know, working 9 p.m. till 5 a.m., you know, every night, doing overnight vehicle patrols and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's great to be around. Got any, um, I, I wouldn't ask you to name celeb names sure. or team names or anything, but got any stories that you could share where people have tried to make attempts at attacking maybe somebody that you were? I mean, nothing nothing that we've really been involved in. You know, okay. we've been fortunate enough now that n- nothing that I've been on. All right, you well, know, have you ever seen Kim Kardashian's ass then? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually. I, I, have. I mean, I, I I hate to say it, but I've seen the video about nine. <laughs> yeah. um, I can't get yeah. it done to that video. I tried once a long time ago. I can't get it done to that. I don't know. Yeah, I just yeah, it was one of those things. You know, you're in the office back yeah. and it was like 2008. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Click, click, you got to click, click, yeah. click. You know, 
Um, Ray's not your type in the video? He's Ray not J's not my type. Not yeah, type. No, no. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, Ray J single-handedly changed the world. Yeah. Think about it. He's created billionaires. Yeah. He created the youngest. Literally. Right. without Ray J, there's no Kylie Jenner. Right. 100%. Yeah. You know, so when you think 100%. about it, all the stuff that came from that, the TV show, the yep. millions, yeah. makeup Trickle lines, down. clothing Trickle lines. They, I mean, they, the Kardashian family... Kardashian Jenner family has oh, affected an entire generation. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, like there's girls, the millennial girls that whenever <laughs> they this got girl someone says they to cut, a, cut their wang off, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's almost like P Diddy in like the '90s, you yeah. know, where yeah. like P Diddy yeah. said something, everybody did it. Uh, uh, well, it's the same thing now with Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian says something, like right. that goes. Kylie yeah, Jenner President says Trump, something. President yeah. Trump did prison reform because of her. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But yeah. Right. Think about. <laughs> Ray J with one camera with one push of a record button single handedly changed he created the world's youngest billionaire. That's a that's yeah. a unique way to look at it, but I'm not saying it's not true. Yeah, you I know. mean it's 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 crazy to think, right? But yeah, with him pushing that record button. Yeah. Because when Paris when Paris Hilton did it, she was a whore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pamela Anderson did it. She was a whore. When Kim Kardashian did it, she was an entrepreneur. Yeah, Yeah. you know, it was like it was like a whole different ball game because so much spiled from it. Marketing and correct marketing. Yeah, but what's the difference between Pamela and Tommy Lee? They didn't market it well. They didn't market it well. They didn't market it well. Yeah, I mean, when you really think about it, it's insane. You know, it's absolutely yeah. insane how they yeah. affected an entire I think generation. think with Tommy Lee and Pamela, if I remember correctly, they kept claiming that the housekeeper stole it out of yeah. the safe, and yeah. they were trying to say it was, Kim was like, fuck it, it's out there. She didn't, yeah. she's like, how can I do? parlay this into a well, reality? Her mom was profiting from it yeah. right away. She's oh, yeah. like, all right, what we're going to do, we're going right. to buy the rights for that, and right. then we're going to sell that shit, right. and yeah. we're going to buy a mansion with it, and now everybody in your family yep. is going to be multi-millionaires <laughs> yeah. because you made a video, Yeah, you know? And you know, when I you keep were, making a ton of them and leaking them. Nobody's buying them. Like, yeah. you guys buy my porno? <laughs> yeah, put it out there. Oh, you and Ray J. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you could, could, could yeah, Ray J was, yeah, he he made a good cameo. You know, Ray, Ray J was definitely up there. You know, but it, it's crazy when you look at it from yeah, from that aspect. Sure. Oh, yeah. You know, but I mean, as far as you know, celebrity stories, I mean, I, I I can name drop. You know, drop a couple. Yeah. I mean, one. You know, we're over in London, and um, we get there, and we have a couple days before we got to start working. You know, so there's a couple of days and um, we're out there one night with one of our SBS guys, really good dudes, you know, and they're like, uh, you want to go to a birthday party? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm in London for the first time. It's my first time in Europe. I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, it'd be awesome. You know, where are we going? You know, whatever. We'll, we'll tell you when we get there. We get there. It's Tom Hardy's 40th birthday party. Oh, I love that dude. Private party. Awesome dude, man. Yeah, love that awesome dude. dude. So he hung out with us the whole night. There's probably 30, 40 people there. Oh, uh, and, you know, he sat down with me and Sonny, you know, I had some beers with us yeah. the night. Just an awesome dude, man. Yeah. I have to say, just I don't know him personally, but I, I just think he's no, just a actor, really, but, really good yeah. dude, man. I like really his story. Dude. I like everything about him. Yeah, he's a great actor. Yeah, great actor. Yeah. You know, phenomenal yeah. actor. But I mean, even even just as a guy, yeah. you know, he Came sat down. down earth, yeah. Dude, unbelievable, unbelievably yeah. humble. Mm-hmm. You know, cool as shit. You know, I told him, you know, my sister in law loves him. I said, yeah, yeah my you know my sister in law is a huge fan. Yeah. You know, sister in law Laura, and he's like. Dude, give me your phone. He takes like a selfie with me and him. He's uh, like, text it to her. You know, just a really good dude. Cool. Awesome. Just yeah. a really good yeah. dude. You know, I mean, this kind of stuff got me into, uh, I got to sit down with Steve Wynn oh, for an yeah. hour out in Vegas. You know, he invited me and Sonny out there to talk about, he was looking to do some real estate in New York before he got hemmed up, you know, and uh, he wanted to talk to Sonny about some security, you know, consult him uh, for security. So to sit down with Steve Wynn, you mm-hmm. know, for an hour, and I'm a commercial real estate guy. I mean, it was unbelievable. You know, he told me. He's kind of self-made, right? He's self-made. self-made yeah. Self-made, yeah. man. And he told me his mentor, you know, his background, how he got involved and everything like that. And I mean, that one hour to sit down with him is priceless. Yeah. You know, it's like, so getting into security and being involved with the guys I'm involved with, 
has opened up so many other opportunities. You know, I got to meet so many cool people. Networking is everything yeah, in today's you know, day and age, yeah. You know, I, I love Never it. understood what that word meant, networking. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. It's just meeting people. That's, That's it. really all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. Because, and and you know, the connections that that will open up. You know and being I mean? a good person. Yeah. 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 Really, because, yeah. you know, you're yeah. a good person. People will want to work with you. Right. You know, right. you're an asshole. People are right. calling you. You know, so stuff like that. It's definitely opened up a lot of doors. Yeah. You know, and it's cool. You know, sit down and be like, man, I, hung, I, I talked to Steve Wynn for an hour about real estate. You know, that's, that's it's that's, incredible. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was yeah, such an sure. awesome experience, you know. That's cool. Um, you know, stuff like that. Like, Rob O'Neill's a good friend of the company. You know, Sonny, Rob, and, you know, the other partners, Jeff and Chris, they were all on the same team together. You know, Rob, you obviously know him. He's the one that took out Bin Laden. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a shoot with him on. You know, Rob's a really good dude. You know, really good dude. He's does, he does very well for himself. Great public speaker. Mm-hmm. You know, great storyteller. You know, just a phenomenal storyteller. Um you know, we were at the Super Bowl with him a few years ago in Giant Stadium. You know, and they had that. So me and Robert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he's introducing us to, I mean, we're, we're talking to like Dave Grohl, Trey uh, Wingo. And, 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 you know, me, I'm, you know, I'm from Hazlitt. You know, what the hell am I doing? You know, stuff like that. It's cool. You know, and you're, you're hanging out with people that are, you know, infamous and famous at the same time. Yeah, yeah. You know, Rob's world known, you know, and he's a good dude. You know, he's a really good dude and he's a good friend. And, you know, he's put us out on his Instagram. You know, we got a lot of hits and stuff like that. But, you know. These guys have definitely opened up some cool stuff because without them and without this type of work, I'm not even having these conversations. Right, right. You know, I'm not meeting any of these people or anything like that. So, you know, stuff like that has been awesome. You know, awesome, man. I have to say, you know, I, I love it. Yeah, you know, I no. love what I do. You know, it, it seems exciting. I mean, definitely um, not a boring, not a boring gig. You know, no, not at all, yeah. not at all, man. I love it. I love it. I have to say, you know, I love the travel. I love the guys I work with. You know, and it's that's I've been in several different companies over mm-hmm. the years. And I can't say that about everyone. I mean, everywhere you go, there's politics, you know, there's assholes and stuff like that. Here, it's like everybody's at the top of their game, man. Yeah. You know, nobody's nobody's coming off like an asshole. Everybody's there to work. You know, we're there to perform. I mean, I just Is there Navy a security SEALs, man, just uh, there's, spe- there's just the special people. That's why not, there's not many oh, of them. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is, you know. Yeah, for sure. No, I was just going to say, is there a security team that is – Maybe yours, for example, that is talented enough or good enough to keep six nine alive because that guy's gonna do. <laughs> that guy's on his own, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's on his own. I don't know that if we want to get involved. Gonna get taken out soon. Yeah, he just he keeps pissing everybody off. <laughs> yeah. man. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know if we want to keep him alive. Yeah, yeah I don't necessarily <laughs> know if we want to do that. Man. You know, you shoot your mouth off that much, you're on yeah, your own. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. You know. <laughs> now, now, like, could uh, uh, could Roger fucking hire you guys? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Do I get a discount now that you've been on the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll give you a discount. You know, we'll give you the friends and family thinking, discount. I'm thinking my ex-wife may have cut my brakes or paid somebody to take me out. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've gotten calls like that. Yeah, I believe it. You know, I've gotten uh, calls yeah. where it's like, hey, I want to make sure, you know, I want to see if my, my ex-wife is surveilling my phone. It's like, we don't you do don't that do type that. of security. That's like yeah. Private yeah. eye stuff. Yeah. Nah, you you get some not. interesting calls. Yeah. You definitely wow. get some interesting uh, calls. Private like, eye shit has got to be, what you guys do, I'm sure, is interesting and everyday changes and stuff, but the private eye shit where you sit in a car outside of somebody's house for 10 take hours. Take pictures of them. That has got to be. Yeah. Like, I have a guy on staff that has his own PI oh, company. God. He's told me some wild stories. I mean, he's got like a drone that he flies. Oh, and shit. So, I mean, I'm like, hey, I want nothing to do with that. No domestics or anything like that, man. Yeah, so... There's some wild stuff. Thankfully, you know, we don't get involved too much in it. Yeah. You know, we do, you know, executive protection and stuff, you know, but we don't get into that kind of stuff. Well, I'm the CEO down here, so just yeah. so you know. That's perfect, right. man. That's it. Whoever's signing the check, that's all we're <laughs> right about. Right? Now, where can people find Trident, your company, and all that stuff? So we're uh, the TridentSolution.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 732-481-0199 is our direct dial to the New Jersey office. Um, and we're all over the country, man. We're expanding. 
So cool. you can check out our website. I think we got, uh, you know, we got Instagram, Facebook, okay, all that cool. stuff. Yeah. You know, we're all over that. You know, we're making a big push on social media now. I know we just made a, he- a heavy investment in yeah. our marketing and advertising. Okay. Cool. You know, and that's why even coming on the show, you know, that's the one reason why we wanted to put this together. You know, yeah. I appreciate that, by the way. Of thank course, you, thank you guys yeah. for putting this together. But it's getting our name out locally. Yeah. You know, it's 100% U.S. military veteran-owned business. Yeah. So that right there holds some water. So you know we're legit. Mm-hmm. You know, and then... Being down in Towns River, you guys have a hell of a following. I mean, like I told you, you know, I was walking down Washington the one day, and I'm like, how can I get our name out there locally? And then I look, I see this big painting of Frankie. Yeah, I'm watching this walk, and I'm like, I talked to my wife, and I'm like, aren't you, like, friends with something? <laughs> can you put this together somehow? You know, thankfully she yeah, did. You know, yeah. she reached out, so... You know, well, listen, it's been an honor and a pleasure, but we definitely want to have you back on with some of the guys. Sonny's yeah, got to come absolutely. in. Yeah, yeah, I mean, those stories, yeah, yeah. You, it, to tell them in third person just wouldn't be it's, the same. It's not the same. Yeah. Right, it's not right, the same. Right, Coming right, from right. him, it's yeah. definitely something where yeah. I actually sit back and I enjoy the stories. Right. Right. I've heard them a few times. I enjoy them every time. Yeah. You know, it's, you know it, it's, it's just unbelievable because, you know, it's, it's reality. Yeah. You know, it's like when I used to tell my friends, hey, my cousin's an ABC. I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure right, he is. Right, right. You know, and then, you know, at my wedding, he was the best man at my wedding. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's funny. We're at the ATM before my wedding. And we got married at Luigi's place. Oh, yeah, yeah, I never got a- any ATM after I got married. No. <laughs> so we're at, the, <laughs> Jesus. We're, at, we're at the ATM. And my, my buddy asked, Sonny, he's like, so, you know, what's the deal with that Somali pirate thing? You know, because yeah. they're always nervous to ask him. That's the one thing. Yeah. Never and he's not just going to come out and tell you. You know, right. the one thing is he's very humble. He's extremely humble, you know, and that's a great thing about him, you know. Um, and even, you know, Jeff and, and, and Chris, the same thing. You know, they're extremely humble. They're not out there making movies mm-hmm. and writing books. They can. Yep. And I'm not trying to knock no, they're the guys making movies. Did. They're making movies about them. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Right, you know, there's right. two Oscar-winning movies about right. them, you yeah. know. So, you know, they're, they're not like that. You know, so my buddy reaches over and he's asking him about it. And he goes, hey, it's funny. And he shows him the text. Captain Phillips just texts him. Yeah, Literally shit. right there. Wow. He goes, he was just telling me thank you. Wow. You know, and he does. You know, Captain Phillips yeah. is awesome. You know, he reaches That's out cool. to the guys That's on the team cool. that saved yeah. them and stuff like wow. that. But it's like, it's unbelievable, man. Yeah. Because it's like. I read something after that movie came out. It was a little controversial. Wasn't there a lot of people that said Captain Phillips was not a good guy? He was kind of a kind of an asshole? I, I, what I understand and everything I heard is a good dude. Really? Okay. Yeah, you know, okay. and that's that's firsthand accounts, you know, from Sonny and a couple okay. of the other guys that were on the mission. I mean, he might be an asshole to somebody no, else. No, I read a, a, there was obviously after any blockbuster thing comes out or, you know, I, there's yeah. there's always the other side to it. And I read something about him and I, I don't want to. Oh, so you want him to get killed by the Somali pirate? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll send you the article. I'll find it. Yeah, but my understanding is a really nice guy. Okay. You know, I yeah. know he's had the guys up there a couple times. Now, I know um, since then, and maybe even there's a lot we don't know, maybe even pri- prior to that, a lot of these um, private companies, these cargo ships, whatever, are hiring, yes. uh, you know, private security, mercenaries, whatever you want to call them, to protect mm-hmm. ships. You guys we can do that. Do that as well? So we yeah. do maritime work as there's well. some great uh, YouTube videos, some great YouTube oh, yeah. videos out there. See them shooting uh, fire hoses yeah, and yeah. AKs off the side of the boat? Yeah, not fire hoses, <laughs> like 50 cows yeah. and shit, yeah. So and we, the Russians are even worse. Well, the Russians, Russians they, they don't play with pirates. Yeah, they don't right. play. And they've always been like that, yeah. man. You know, especially Putin over there. He's former yeah. KGB. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. nuts. But yeah, I mean, we are able to do that you know we're capable okay. of doing that we we've been in discussions with some companies to do that type of work you know we have some guys that are doing like oil rigs uh, you know stuff like that so yeah let's rent a pontoon boat this, this <laughs> summer we'll have these guys laid out on the front of it we'll roll into tices yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. prone going in my, my father-in-law's got a nice pontoon too so yeah, that, you know, yeah, there we go. Put it together. Yeah, you know i'll be i'll follow you in my kayak we'll go out, you know. ghillie suits and all you that. know but yeah, i mean and, and you know what they're so it's amazing how humble they are because I, I, I tell them all the time, if I was in that position, 
I'm that guy that's on stage. You know, I'm David Goggins. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm out there just telling my story, you know, every day, just trying to make money off. And these guys are like, man, we don't What's need that? to do hey. that because we're changing the world. Right. You know, we're doing something with security. We're protecting people. You know, it's how you program, too. It's your personality. Yeah. And Sonny's like that. Yeah. Sonny's, he'll do it, and that's it, man. Chris yeah. Kyle was a very private guy from what yeah. I understood. Yeah. He, yeah. Didn't, he didn't want thing, and, and it's insane how he ended up dying, you know, oh, trying to help a fellow vet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but it, it, these guys are, you know, they're they're incredible individuals, and we've yeah. got a lot of them on staff. You know, it's not yeah, just the three owners. You know, like I said, we've got over forty wow. former seals on staff, and they're all very unassuming, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to if you didn't know, you'd have to ask them. Yeah. It's not like they're just going to come out, you know, and tell you this is what I do or anything right. like that. Just they're normal dudes, man. Yeah, you know, and that's the best part about it. You know, when Uncle Sonny comes over, he's no longer, you know. Uncle Sonny Navy Seal. Right. You know, my wife's got him cooking. Yeah. She's like, "Oh, Sonny, you're awake here. Go ahead, make us some." You know, and he loves to cook. You know, which is great. You know, so you know, when I first had my son Severio, you know, he's up there, he's bottle feeding him, and he's bad. And I'm like, "How funny is this, That's man?" Awesome. Yeah. You know, so stuff like that. It's really cool. Yeah. You know, you, you appreciate that for sure. You know, sure. so I, I've enjoyed it. I have to say, man. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to what the future brings because we're expanding, and after this COVID-19 thing lifts. Yep. You know, we're looking to expand rapidly and, and dominate at this point. And that's not only nationally, but internationally. That's Hang great. in there, man, because everybody's struggling right now. There's a lot of business struggling, but I'm sure you guys will make it through. And, yeah. uh, you know, hopefully this is over sooner than later, yeah. you know. Yeah, so, I, think let's pray. I think everybody's along those lines. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're hoping, man. <laughs> so as long as everybody stays healthy. I know my one guy just got out of the hospital today. He had COVID. Oh, really? you know, one of our yeah. advisors from the New Jersey office, he's, uh, he's involved in sales as well. He's at an accelerated age. You know, he's retired, mm-hmm. successful business owner. You know, he's in his 70s. But he, he recovered? Yeah, so okay, he was in for the good. last week yeah. and a half, and uh, he just got out today. I called him up. I said, hey, how you doing? He's like, I'm finally getting out. I'm like, oh, oh thank good, God, good. man. So, you yeah. know, we're Isn't it crazy how some people can just breeze through it? Yeah. And other yeah, people. Yeah, President Trump, Trump, bro. He's not the like, most healthy guy. And, and, yeah. and Junior. And Junior. They yeah. both breeze through well, it. Oh, like Chris Christie, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is surprising, though, because he's not exactly the best shape, you know. Well, you know, so it's it's unbelievable. Some people show no symptoms at all. Yeah, yep. right. you know. So, and my my mother's battling stage four cancer, so oh, she's got lung and brain cancer. Mm. So it's been difficult yeah. in this time, you know, to go visit her. I mean, I could, you know, we couldn't even see her on Thanksgiving. Right. You know, and, and she came home from the hospital. She's been in and out, and she's battling. I mean, she's fighting. It's unbelievable, yeah. you know, what she's going through. But um, to not be able to see her mm. is is tough yep. because of COVID. I've had friends who've had family members die doing this they, that they right. haven't been yeah. able to go. And it's, mm. it, it, it tears your heart out. I mean, yeah. I know the biggest thing right now is Christmas. And it's like, yeah, wait, right. there's no way in hell. I don't care if I have to go in a bubble. There's no way in hell. I don't see my mother on right. Christmas day, right. Right. you know, stuff like that. So I just hope this thing is over. I know a yeah. 90, a 90 year old woman got the vaccine. What was it yesterday in the oh, UK? Really? She was the first one is that right? to officially get the vaccine. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, they're starting that up in the UK, and I think that's going to carry over here very soon, mm-hmm. you know, and hopefully get this fucking thing over with. Yeah, Let's pray. I know. Let's yeah. pray. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But Danny, thanks for coming in, man. It's no, a pleasure talking it, to you. Uh, good to mix it up with you. Um, I look forward to maybe sitting in with some, some of these seals. Yeah, we're going to get some of them well. in here. When he gets up here, and, we'll, we'll uh, talk. We'll get him in. For sure. And yeah, man. Uh, try to, it's, it seems like a very cool thing. Uh, you seem very passionate about what you do. And, Love it. And that, to me, that's the biggest thing, passion. Like, you come in here, you're passionate. I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, man, that's that's awesome, man, chasing your dreams. I, I love it. No, I appreciate it, man. Danny, Thank thanks you for guys. coming in, brother. Awesome. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Cool. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Check us out, guys. Champ of the Tramp.